Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. Out here. These are symbols of torture and racial violence. Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff is so alarmed by the video she saw of a rope that looked like a noose in a tree at Lake Merritt. She's calling for a hate crime investigation. We have to start with the assumption that these are hate crimes. I don't need to be But this man told us the rope is part of a larger swing system used by him and his friends. Folks have used it for exercise. It was really a fun addition to the park. Intentions don't matter. We must remove these terrorizing symbols from the public view. You are fake news. You cannot be serious. Very fake news. Don't you understand, you dumb son of a bitch? Don't you understand? All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag Free, whoever he is. Get your clothes back and out of here! You are a terrific team on all counts. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. <laughs> all right, go, go. Ten, five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there in the audience. Happy Father's Day to my dad, to your dad, and to your husband, the new dad, of course. Uh, but hey, the news stops for nobody, not even the great dads of the world. And there's plenty to break down tonight. A shooting strikes Seattle's Chaz. Is it CHOP now? I like Chaz better. And what is the acronym for CHOP? I don't even know. Uh, C- uh, Capitol Hill Organized Protest That's versus Autonomous Chaz, Zone. Yeah. Whatever it's called today, uh, de facto leader Raz Simone is, uh, is mad that American ambulances are not rushing into his autonomous zone to rescue people. Uh, a, a pretty ironic uh, case of video that we'll check out in that particular story. Uh, in addition to whatever else is going on in Seattle, Trump, meanwhile, returns to the campaign trail, uh, returning to his campaign rallies, at least, in Tulsa last night. It was, uh, as always, an event filled with quotables and uh, a lot of media high-fiving right now about a smaller-than-expected turnout at this event. Uh, the allegation now, or the, the the claim, is that Trump was trolled by K-pop fans on TikTok uh, into believing that the turnout was going to be true? higher. This sounds made up. It could be. I don't know. Uh, if it is, in fact, true, though, suddenly election meddling is cool again. We're going with that. Uh, it could be foreign, too, at least on a Chinese platform. Uh, we'll go through a, an absolutely awful week of Supreme Court decisions, a uh, particular disappointment in Neil Gorsuch, alleged textualist, alleged originalist, alleged reader of the law as written guy, Neil Gorsuch. Well, that was a fun run while it lasted. Apparently, that is not the case. And the court's got uh, a much-anticipated abortion decision coming up as well. Plus, uh, Chick-fil-A CEO Dan Cathy encourages you to start 
shining black people's shoes as a gesture of uh, reparation to, uh, I don't know, atone for your white guilt. What was your favorite Chick-fil-A moment? Are you still going there? No. Or are you done? I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not really willing to boycott anybody else, but, you know, I was always in Chick-fil-A's camp because it they're Mormon. A, they're uh, in a very strange political world now, Chick-fil-A. They've managed to piss off pretty much everybody. Why? Why didn't they just keep their mouths shut? I, get, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking on this one, but uh, we'll watch him actually shine a guy's shoes for racial reparations. And then we have not one, not two, not three, but four, a hoax hate quad feed to close, including uh, just a legendary case out of Oakland. Usually hoax hate stories don't make the show intro, uh, but this mayor in Oakland is fully aware that the rope the ropes in the park are not nooses. They are swings put up by a black guy, no less. Uh, but that doesn't matter. She's still conducting the hate crime investigation and calling the FBI. Anyway, uh, and of course, we'll take super chats on YouTube, Streamlabs and DLive in between topics and to close the show as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's Matt Christensen Media. Dot com. One of the many things we have featured on the website is special deals for listener-owned, uh, from listener-owned businesses, rather. Uh, this week's feature business is our friends over at Hero Soap Company. Hero Soap uses no synthetic chemicals, dyes, or fragrances. Just fantastic-smelling natural ingredients from a veteran-owned company with a focus on benefiting veteran charities like the Gary Sinise Foundation and the Wounded Warrior Project. Let freedom clean, knowing you are avoiding harmful chemicals and helping worthy pro-America causes in the process. And the best way to keep clean is to subscribe. If you do so, not only will Hero send you a fresh bar to your door each month so you never run out, but Hero will also match the amount of soap you purchase and send it overseas to a deployment location. Hero Soap is offering listeners of this show 10% off all their products using promo code MCLISTENER. Let freedom clean at HeroSoapCompany.com, promo code MCLISTENER for 10% off store-wide. You can find everything you need from Hero Soap Company, plus other offers from the rest of our friendly listener on businesses, including Charity Swipes, uh, Phoenix Ammunition, Sonoran Defense Technologies, and more. That's over at MattChristensenMedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Got a couple pieces of art to feature. One new and one old that's newly relevant again yeah i saw it on uh, twitter i was like i don't remember us talking about this uh i i remember that one we'll we'll get to the new one first uh this is from listener grizz who did another uh comic book cover which is very cool in this case you are the protector of the first and i'm the defender of the second huh not that i'm criticizing the choices it's just i think you could make a case to reverse the roles you know yeah uh, as yeah. we'll see in the the old art in a little while, but I'm always the one trying to make the case for using your words. And you're usually the one uh, saying words have had their place and their time. And we're past that now. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we? <laughs> well, we'll have another uh, installment uh, that potentially demonstrates that truth. We're plenty of installments coming up momentarily, but to the, the time for being a centrist is over. No shade at any YouTubers that have come back from a year long hiatus. Uh, no? No? I don't even no? know who you're talking about. I don't know the reference. Oh, live chat does. No shade. Uh, no shade. I think I may, but I don't want to. I don't want to get in the business of calling people <laughs> out this early in the show, man. I'm not. She's my buddy. Then it, I'm 99 percent sure who you're talking about, but I'm not. 
I'm not doing that. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I was tweeted by our, our friend Crusades O'Clock at Crusades O'Clock on Twitter. This old art of his, not really that old, but it's two years old, but relevant once again, Sleepless in Seattle, Fuhrer with a Shotgun. That is uh, zero to, an ugly zero to face execution. that I make all the time. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, well, it was ahead of its time, this artwork, and it shows yet again that I think you probably got out of that city uh, right on time. Maybe a little early, but more or less right on time. I sure did make some money on that condo, though. Uh, did you did you actually sell it or I owned a condo uh, that was like a block, like several, I don't know, two blocks. Oh, you owned one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK, gotcha. And I sold that in 2017. That's probably prime time, man. I, I you know. I don't know how high or low the market has gone since then, but I would not be a buyer uh, or I, I'm, well, it's, it's tough to be a seller in Seattle right now is what, uh, it's what yes. I'm trying to say. For sure. Uh, we also, the, now that coronavirus is over and has been for a little while, at least uh, effectively, we also have a, a few more of the meetups happening. So we had a meetup down in Austin. I don't know why this one particular gentleman was relegated to his own separate table. I don't know if those are coronavirus rules or not. They're yeah. not that far apart. I just thought that's odd. Why was he yeah. split off? That way? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, glad to see you guys are having fun down in Austin. And we also got a photo from uh, Columbia, South Carolina, where uh, some listeners got to meet up as well. Of course, we always like to see uh, pictures from listeners who are meeting up and making new friends. If you would like to meet listeners of the show who may be in your area, that's all on the community page of the website, com slash community. And uh, if you do meet up, send us uh, some photos. We love to see photos and we love to see new friendships made. So thanks for sending us, uh, sending those our way. Start off with a heartwarming story, something that will warm your heart, at least. Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched this like five times before the show. And I, I'm going to try to stick to principle, but I can't deny that uh, a grin was seen on my face as well. I can't deny it. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, we've seen all the chaos and the mob violence and the outright lawlessness going on. We've seen multiple instances of self-defense. We'll update some of those stories momentarily. We're sure to see more. I don't know if this counts as self-defense. That's probably a little bit of a stretch, but it's in it's in the spirit of that uh, right. sort of concept. So in Chicago, there was a guy throwing rocks at cars. I guess random cars, for as far as I can tell. But he's throwing rocks at cars as they drive past. One of the drivers didn't take kindly to that act. And so he flipped a U-turn and he, uh, well, he just went hunting for some, uh, for some justice of his own. He missed. Tossed a rock and he fucking missed. <laughs> That's a nice car. Oh, he almost clips that other one. Right oh, now watch shit. you. Oh, <laughs> shit. I can Holy laugh because the guy got up. Hit his ass hard. Good. Just ran his ass the fuck over. Instant now, justice. That guy's an American hero. Good for him. I know I'm going to be a little bit of a stick in the mud and say I have to disavow the hit and run, but... Um, but, you know, I do reserve the right to grin. That was a solid form front flip 360 right off the bumper. That was a pretty. And I, as far as I can tell, this guy just walked away. So, yeah, uh, you know, no, no harm, no foul. Not a big deal. I'm sure <laughs> he hurt. He was hurt. He got hit by a car and flipped around like yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, don't uh, don't toss rocks at random cars on the street. 
I'm going to update quickly this uh, Albuquerque shooting story. Uh, I made a video earlier in the week on it, if you didn't see. Uh, but the media narrative was that a right-wing militia group attacked uh, peaceful protesters at a statue. Of course, statue protesters were a violent mob uh, tearing down the statue. The guy who went trying to stop them is not affiliated with this militia at all. He's just a guy. So in reality, what it was was a violent mob tearing down the statue and getting violent with the man who was trying to stop them. And there were a few uh, physical shoves between the two. The mob attacked the man with a skateboard at one point. But what ultimately happened was the mob went chasing the guy for about a block down the street as he's retreating. They continue pursuing him. They start, they get him on the ground and start beating him. And he pulls out the handgun he's carrying and he shoots one of them. And as far as I know, the Antifa guy who was shot survived. He went to the hospital, but I believe he survived. That's a shame. (laughs) The additional, since I made the video additional additional angle of the, uh, the incident has come out and it looks like the guy who got shot was wielding a knife against him. You can see a very clear knife like object in his hand. Wasn't he wielding two knives? And, to me, the knife question is sort of irrelevant because they're already beating him at that point. That's right. already serious bodily injury, even if there is no knife. But I saw people on Twitter and elsewhere claiming that the Antifa guy was holding glasses. And I was like, who the hell holds glasses in, uh, in a stabby way like that? At least one of them was very clearly a knife. He was holding something in his other hand, too, that looked hmm. pretty stabby, but I don't know if it was a knife. Anyway, uh, the, 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 the guy in the blue shirt who was the shooter was originally charged with, uh, well, he faced several charges, but he had a charge for aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. This was Steven Baca is the name of the man who did the shooting. That was the charge for the shooting itself. Then these images emerged showing that Antifa aggressor Scott Williams holding what looks like a knife and charging Baca before the shooting. Uh, and so now the DA, Raul Torres, down in Albuquerque has dropped the initial aggravated battery with a deadly weapon charge uh, because of those new images of the of the knife-wielding Antifa guy. This is not a final decision, however. The DA says, quote, there's been, or there have been rumors on social media that about what uh, transpired in the final seconds before this, and we are actively looking into those and whether or not this case was justified. The reason he is not facing that charge right now is because the investigation is not complete. So he's not out of the woods yet, although the actual charge for the shooting is is off the table for the moment. Uh, Baca additionally was not properly permitted to concealed carry, so he's been charged with unlawful carrying of a firearm as well as a lesser, uh, a, a few lesser battery charges for shoving uh with some of those women prior to the shooting incident now all the footage i've seen shows those people shoving up against him first and him shoving in response (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm open to evidence otherwise if i miss something but it looks like the mob is the aggressor to me uh baka's lawyer says baka will plead not guilty to all charges also some key updates in the rayshard brooks case (laughs) Uh, last we left our case, which was only Sunday, that feels like forever ago that we were breaking down this case in the first place, but we're only a week out. Yeah. We, uh, we broke down the abundant footage of what was and is an obviously justified police shooting of Rayshard Brooks at a Wendy's in Atlanta. We were surprised at the time that the DA in Fulton County was saying he may charge the cops involved. Well, not only did he charge the cops involved, he threw the book at them, preposterously so. He charged Officer Garrett Rolf, who fired the shots with felony murder for the gunshots that killed Rayshard Brooks. 
In addition to 10 other counts, including aggravated assault because uh, DA Rolf says, uh, the DA says Officer Rolf kicked Brooks when he was down and he showed only this still frame from a video to to make that claim as evidence to support that claim. I won't get into the weeds of that. I already made a video a couple days ago. That is a lie. That did not happen. You can see the event on camera from the Wendy's surveillance footage. That's not a thing. Um, but the two officers did turn themselves in on Thursday. Rolf is being held on uh, bond. The other officer, Devin Brosnan, has been charged with aggravated assault for allegedly standing on Brooks's shoulders, which he denies. Uh, this whole thing is a joke of a prosecution, and it will fall oh, apart. Oh, Rolf is being such. held on bond. I was not aware. Of yeah, that. he's still in jail, as far as I know, uh, mm-hmm. unless something's changed in the last few hours. Um, and of course, this damage will bleed into uh, the rest of Atlanta as a whole once this prosecution goes awry, because it is going to go awry. You're going to have the rioters get ever more pissed because there's not going to be any so-called justice in this case. And, of course, you're going to piss off the cops, and you already have uh, the Atlanta mayor out saying, yeah, the police, mo- police morale is down tenfold. Oh, I can't imagine why. Why? Right. He's, I he's, mean, who would, who would be a cop at this point? Nobody. nobody. Everybody I mean, just one- shits all over you all the time, and if you get into a situation where you're actually in danger, you can't defend yourself properly. Yeah. Like, why, what, what's the point? Why would you even do it? You're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to pay them a lot more money than they're currently earning for those sorts of uh, sacrifices and compromises. Uh mm-hmm. She still says in a CNN interview this week, the, the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms, quote, we expect our officers will keep their commitment to our communities. Well, what? You don't commit. You don't keep a commitment to them. Why would Why you would expect any of that? And of course, we've seen um, a, a lot of Atlanta cops, a, an unusually high number of them calling in sick over the last few days, the so-called blue flu. Uh, which the mayor and other Atlanta city leadership assures us is not organized protest. It's just very coincidental. They all got coronavirus. They all got coronavirus, right? And they it's, aren't actually obliged uh, to their community. They can quit the job anytime that they so choose. And we've talked about it before. Sure. I mean, they do not have to defend people. They are not legally obligated to defend people. Yeah, not constitutionally, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it is a job. And if they no longer agree to the terms of the job, they don't have an obligation to go out there and, and perform that job or protect you according to that job's guidelines, especially when that job's guidelines are unmanageable. They're undoable. What are you supposed to do? Not only are you not able to protect your community, if it comes down to it, you can't protect yourself. And the expectation is you will take a possibly lethal beating from a criminal. You won't be able to defend yourself otherwise. Yeah. Uh, the other part of the narrative was, oh, Rayshard Brooks is just this innocent, uh, devoted father. That's what we heard all. There's pictures of him and his kids, just a loving dad taken too soon. Okay, uh, a lot of uh, updates on that particular front. We now know why Rayshard Brooks uh, resisted and attacked the cops. Uh, he had a lengthy criminal record, and he was on. Uh, he was actually on probation at the time for four crimes. Dating back to 2014, false imprisonment, simple battery against his family, by the way, battery of his family, simple battery and felony cruelty to children. I don't know if they were his kids, but he was cruel to children at some point. And Brooks knew, bottom line, that if he screwed up again, he was going back to prison. He stated this in his own words in a few different interviews on YouTube. Here's one such clip. The moment I do anything out of hand, back to jail, I go. Right. You know, so I okay. try and do everything in the proper channels to abide by the rules. And, yeah. You know, and yeah. keep myself in order. But 
Well, uh, it did not work out that way, of course. Uh, the last uh, uh, update on this story is uh, is about uh, who is suspected in the Wendy's arson case. Of course, the Wendy's at which he was shot was burned down. And uh, now there's an arrest warrant out for one Natalie White, uh, an arrest warrant issued for first-degree arson in that case. And during the conversation, people are the, the investigation believes that this woman is connected to Rayshard Brooks, specifically that Rayshard Brooks and, and Natalie White were romantically involved. Reason being, during the... Here she is uh, pictured on your screen. During the... Uh, conversation with police officers that you can listen to all through the body cam footage. Uh, Brooks can be heard telling the cops several times, in fact, that Natalie White is his girlfriend. So, again, devoted husband, just trying to take care of his kids. It's his daughter's birthday. Uh, he's drunk in a drive-through at a Wendy's, uh, talking about and meeting up with his girlfriend, not his wife. So, does does any of that justify the shooting? Of course not. It's it's the fact that he attacked he attacked the cops that justifies the shooting. But it, this helps. Well, it, it the the other the, the reason this stuff is important is because you're being presented a narrative that this was just an innocent man trying to take care of his kids and be a family man and he was gunned down. No, this was a criminal who was not loyal to his family, who was drunk at a drive-through at a Wendy's and attacked police officers and the only person to blame for his untimely demise is him that is the reality of the situation and that's the way this thing is going to play out legally uh and i just i hope i'm not anywhere near atlanta or any other urban center when that in fact happens yeah me too one uh quick update on the george floyd case that i just saw a couple hours ago but i have to mention uh (laughs) in an ironic update to the george floyd case eight minority ramsey county corrections officers Uh, eight racial minority prison cops, prison guards. They've filed discrimination charges with the state's Department of Human Rights, alleging that when Derek Chauvin, the cop who kneeled on George Floyd, when Derek Chauvin arrived at the jail, all officers of color were ordered to a separate floor. They allege that a supervisor told one of them that because of their race, they would be a liability around Chauvin. Uh, one of the one acting sergeant who is black says uh, in the Star Tribune piece, quote, I understood that the decision to segregate us ha- had been made because we could not be trusted to carry out our work responsibilities professionally around the high profile inmates solely because of the color of our skin. I am not aware of a similar situation where white officers were segregated from an inmate. So this is all this is this is hearsay at this point. I don't, we don't have any confirmation, but <laughs> if in fact the uh they're moving their their corrections officers around by race because they're trying to solve this issue of systemic racism in right, their city right. whatever it's it, it this the story just continues to get more absurd but hey let's uh, let's hop over to chaz or chop or whatever the hell it's called in seattle uh, this is catch- hilarious it was only a matter of time before somebody got killed yeah catch me up on on what happened here this is what early saturday morning late friday night yeah um one person dead another critically injured by gunfire early this was at cal anderson park so right in the beginning of the of the chaz zone Hmm. 2 20 a.m so um john moore was a volunteer medic working inside the zone so i think i think that what these are they have like emts that are sympathetic to their cause that are working in the zone right I think it sounds like Chaz has their own 
like Medic- medics. Basically, right. the person, the people who were shot were transported to the hospital by Chaz medics or Chaz, Chaz medics, EMTs. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this dude that is uh, is of that persuasion uh, said he believed there were two separate shootings. He was less than 150 feet away from the first one, treating someone who had been punched in the face during some confrontations in the crowd when he heard six to eight shots. So after assessing, assessing the scene and rushing to grab a bag of medical supplies, apparently they're prepared for stuff like this, uh, people in the crowd brought the first victim to his team. Um, and then he said that that person had a gunshot wound in the shoulder and another in the thigh mm. before they began treatment. And he had a pulse for about two minutes and then he died. They were performing um, CPR on him. So okay. that's the dead guy. So as they treated this guy... This medic said the group was on the phone trying to get the Seattle Fire Department to come help. And remember, they had all these issues with the fire department. The fire department, that was the group that negotiated uh, the barricades down from like six blocks to three blocks. Right? I oh, I didn't I didn't department. know that. I hadn't heard of this. I don't think it was the East Precinct. I'm pretty sure it was the fire department. Um, So they already had bad blood with the fire department. Hmm. and And they were supposed to have like they were supposed to alter the barricades in the zone to give emergency personnel access to the area because this is obviously going to happen. Yeah. But the, but then the medic was like, then the fire department refused to come, which isn't really what happened. I got this from the New York times. It was horribly biased. So instead, this is what the medic says. The group planned to meet the fire department at a previously designated intersection outside of the zone. They're going to carry this. This one dude is already dead. So I don't know really why it matters that much. Like his, hmm. his pulse had already stopped. Um, but after getting the person in a truck while continuing CPR on his lifeless body, uh, the group arrived at the intersection to find that the fire truck was not there. So they brought him to a hospital. But this isn't how it works. When somebody's like shot, you're not like, okay, EMTs, meet me at the corner of X and X. Well, it's of course horribly complicated by the fact that this entire zone is is largely lawless or out of control, and you can't just send emergency personnel in to handle someone who is in need of emergency assistance if right. you don't know that the zone is secure. Which um, which created a whole series of of complications here, particularly with Raz yelling at the ambulance. You want to hop into that, or is there any more fact here that we missed? Well, most of it was just related to how they treated the police. So, yeah, we should. We okay. Should well, there's footage of some of that, too. Uh, but, yeah, so what, what happens here is exactly what you're describing. You have am- an ambulance sitting outside or in the immediate proximity of the Chaz zone. And then you got Raz Simone, the self-appointed leader or de facto leader of Chaz, this rapper guy who's on his phone just yelling at these ambulance workers for not going in and saving the guy. Uh, but of course they, they have to go into a secure place and the police need to go in to secure it, which is what we'll see momentarily. But here's Raz Simone yelling at the ambulance people. You guys could be saving this man's life right now, but instead of doing that, you're going to wait here. You guys are that afraid? There's no way. You could be saving his life right now. We've not gotten cleared to do it. You could be I'm saving his life. Say it over the radio. Sir, please explain to me what's going on. I want to make sure that we have not been cleared to move into this. You are clear. We're giving you the clear. We will make sure you're clear. He's dying, bleeding. If this was your son, you would bust through yeah, that yeah, crowd right yeah. now. But you're not because it's a black life. Oh, come on. That's uh, they had to be cleared by the police to to get into the zone for obvious reasons. It's not safe for them. Also, uh, they're an autonomous zone. Autonomous. Yeah. 
which means that they do should not have access to any kind of public service, including police or or medics or the fire department, which they have expressly forbidden anyway. So these people yeah. can get fucked. I don't care who's dying. I thought this Chaz. was not America. The sign said leaving America, entering Chaz or whatever else. Uh, why yeah. are you demanding Americans come in and save you then? That's yeah. that's pretty bizarre. But uh to the other some of the other footage we have here is you have body cam footage from Seattle PD entering Chaz and you can see the bizarre zombie like uh, approach that the crowd takes to heckling and harassing the cops who are doing their best to secure this area. Check out some of this footage. That, by the way, is available footage of the shooting itself. You have different surveillance angles. I've looked over it and I can't. I can't see much can't of if anything specifically that happened, but just in case you're interested in combing through those things, that is linked in the description for you. And then here's the police. Call. It's so even, stressful to watch. God, they can't even hear over their radios because of all the people shouting "pigs" and uh, and Black Lives Matter and all this nonsense at them. Uh, I mean, if the area is not secure, you're not sending the ambulance in. It's it's pretty simple. So the idea that you're going to sit out there and yell at the ambulance people—I don't know. Maybe if you hadn't set up barricades and had weird mobs ha- hassling and heckling and forming physical barriers to the emergency personnel to actually go in there and help people, maybe this wouldn't be that big of an issue. But the, the <laughs> The 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 black pill, if I take one from this, is that, again, it just shows they've claimed autonomy, like you said. They've said, we're not part of the United States. We're going to handle things better here. This is our own zone. We don't need you. When it comes down to it, they do need other people, but they're not even grateful for the help when it's coming. Instead, right. they're like angry. They're abusive. And, and- yeah. Uh, how do you so- how do you repair that sort of relationship? And it, you don't. They can't. They can't be autonomous and then ask for services. Uh, there, there is no repairing that relationship. I also like how they sent in their finest female police officers. Like, what are <laughs> I they think doing? One this of them like, had an AR, if I'm not mistaken. It looked like she had some kind of. Well, it's now. crazy. Like, why are they even bothering? Why are they even bothering? So, are they going to be able to investigate this as as much as they really need to? Probably not. Ah, good luck. It looks like pure chaos in there. But speaking of Raz and rifles in the Chaz zone, this was earlier in the week. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I thought this was interesting just because Raz gets a, a media and political pass for pretty much everything. Um, this footage is from his stream earlier in the week, and it shows him handing out an AR to a random young guy out of his trunk. And the guy clearly has no idea how to use this thing. Somebody over there is 18 know how to use a gun? No! No, no, what are you doing? Hell no, man. Keep the bell down. Hey, keep the bell, keep that down. 
Well, now he's on patrol with Raz. Well, this is reassuring. What do you mean? How's that reassuring? Uh, if we have to go to war with these morons, mm. it's not like they're going to, you know, as suspected, uh, Antifa does not have good firearms training. Well, the other thing to note here is is just that this is a this is a violation of Washington state law at minimum. Uh, all transfers right. in Washington state require a background check through a federally licensed dealer. That didn't happen here, as obviously, including private transfer between individuals. Yeah. In addition, they were asking whether he's 18. Unless I'm missing something, uh, when I Google it, it says individuals in Washington 21? under 21 mm-hmm. are prohibited from possession of semi-automatic rifles like this one. It's not clear this guy is 21. They were asking if he's 18. It's not even clear if he's 18. Now, don't misunderstand me. Am I in favor of cracking down on gun rights to stop Raz? No, I'm in favor of of media and political consistency. Let's say Raz is a conservative militia guy like the people in Albuquerque, and he's handing out ARs in the exact same way. Am I supposed to believe this would be greeted with the same media and political crickets that (laughs) Raz doing it from Raz's gun shop from the trunk of his Tesla or whatever the hell he has. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I had time to, we mentioned this on Wednesday, but one thing I wish I had time to get into in all of this is the absolute fraud that's going on with the fundraising. If you go to Raz's uh, Spotify account, he's fundraising for supposed coronavirus relief. You can donate to help Raz with coronavirus relief, but it links to a cash app account that is just his Seattle people's protection organization, which is like his just his checking account. For sure. Like, yeah, it's it's him and this posse of guys walking around, probably violating any number of uh, of Washington state and potentially federal laws that you can name. Um, so it's, I just like a little consistency here, as always. But of course, we're not going to get that. Anyway, uh, there was also a, a major shooting in Minneapolis. You were looking into this, but there's like no information to find on the thing. I mean, there's information, but I think it's being strategically withheld. The only thing that I could find. The, the police statement basically said we do have several leads on suspects, but no arrests have been announced by Sunday night, which, you know, um, the police also said the overnight mayhem had no connection to the May 25th death of George Floyd while in okay. police custody, which prompted a violent protest in the days that followed. So one person was killed and 11 people were shot um, in Minneapolis's uptown area. From what I could glean from the story it seems like this was some kind of gang violence or something like that Mm. and it definitely was related to the protest but we just don't really have any information at this point what i'm saying is highly speculative but was it the racist police who stopped this event or uh what was was there police involvement in this at all uh i actually don't know i Hmm. think so it's just a lot of people i'm also curious too since we don't have a lot of information kill one wound 11 is sort of an oddball count that suggests like is that 11 gunshot wounds or is that Uh, like in the article that i was reading about it it said that somebody heard like 80 shots like 80 rounds wow okay so it might be 11 gunshot wounds yeah usually like or oftentimes you see these sorts of numbers and then you look into it and it's like well there was a panic and people ran out of like a, a business or something and 10 people got trampled or like sprained to their ankle running away. Um, sort of it sounds like most of those were gunshots, but there was an element of panic that was going on. Okay. There was people running everywhere and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the important thing is that it was probably a white person. Oh, well that, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. If, if it was a white guy, we would know right away. There's, oh, there's details to conceal. Here. I'm a yeah. thousand percent sure this was a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
you can, the sad truth is you can guess you can guess those sorts of things based on concealment of the information that is absolutely true yep uh let's talk uh trump's rally and then we'll take maybe a break after that this was embarrassing i don't know i'm kind of with the left on this one i thought that this was a disaster hmm. the actual rally though like i you know, Trump, he just uses as an opportunity like he does with everything to jerk himself off and talk about how he's made the world such a better place and everything like he barely addressed what's going on in the last several months. I I watched the whole thing. I enjoyed the Trump entertainment factor. He said some stuff I'm not a fan of, which we'll get to in a moment. And uh, do I buy the narrative that it was TikTok uh, trolls who who inflated uh, the the attendance and then set it up for disappointment? I don't know. I think maybe that's part of it. You also have a lot of factors working in play here. You have fear of rioters, although in fairness, I've not seen a lot of evidence of significant violence at the Tulsa event. No. But that is part of the psyche Whether you're, when you're attending this sort of thing. Uh, you have coronavirus, of course. Um, and, and, and a whole bunch of other factors that I think, uh, that I think would contribute to a lower than expected. That's turnout. true. But and I think that we will see the media now just focus in on how there's going to be an uptick in Tulsa for COVID because of the Trump rally, but <laughs> yeah. it has nothing to do with protests. Protesters yeah. aren't getting in at all. Um, and then, you know, in, in his favor, the fact that this even happened with limited restrictions is, is a real positive. Too. I, yeah, I think you can look at this in an optimistic way, too, to pull off this. We'll get to Joe Biden in a minute because they love they love focusing on how this was a big failure. And I'm and I and I say, OK, maybe maybe it had some flaws. I invite the alternative, though. Show me the Biden event that bests this. I would like to see it. That's not going to happen anytime soon. But Trump was uh, Trump focused a lot on ripping on these uh, democratically controlled cities like Minneapolis, like Seattle. And one of the themes that uh, that I picked up on was he's he's sticking with the idea that, listen, I'm going to let these places destroy themselves. I'm not going in there unless they want my help. And right now they don't want my help. The other big controversial part of the speech was he actually used the term Kung flu. He actually said it. A racist joke was uttered by the president of the United States. And I have an offer out. I said, anytime you want, we'll come in, we'll straighten it out in one hour or less. But it's probably better for us to just watch that disaster. Congressman, what do you think? I can straighten it out fast? Should we just go in? No, sir. Let it simmer for a little while. Let people see what radical left Democrats will do to our country. If the Democrats gain power, then the rioters will be in charge and no one will be safe. Joe Biden is not the leader of his party. Joe Biden is a helpless puppet of the radical left. And he's not radical left. I don't think he knows what he is anymore. But he's controlled by the radical left. And now he's really controlled. It's, oh, it's COVID. It's this again. It's, by the way, it's a disease without question. Has more names than any disease in history. <laughs> I can name Kung Flu. I can name... Oh, he said it. 19 different versions of name. We now this this in particular I was not a fan of. He's calling for a a he's calling for the the banning or the criminalization of the burning of the American flag in response to he was talking about pulling the those riders in uh, in Portland who ripped down the George Washington statue. They actually wrapped it in an American flag and burned the flag on the Washington statue. So that's what he that was the context for what he's saying here. Hmm. You ought to come up with legislation that if you burn the American flag, you go to jail for one year. One year. 
You know, they talk about freedom of speech, and I'm a big believer in freedom of speech, but that's desecration. That's a terrible thing they do. That's crazy. That's crazy town. Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, first, first of all, I would take a constitutional amendment. Legislation is not going to do it. Uh, this has been decided by the Supreme Court. You're going to have to get a constitutional amendment. Now, my senator, Steve Daines out of Montana, tried to get that done starting last year. So there are people who are seriously trying to move a constitutional amendment on the issue. I get the passion of the issue. I don't think flag burning is cool, but there is no victim in that alleged crime. It is symbolism. And you're free to burn your own property. As long as you don't steal my flag and burn it, that's not actually a crime. I don't want to hang out with those people. You're probably a douchebag who isn't thankful for the sacrifices made to build this great country. But my problem with it is, my problem is the quote, paraphrased, I'm I'm a big fan of free speech, but that's desecration. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the same sort of reasoning that leads to attempted crackdowns on alleged hate speech. What you're saying is there's no mocking of my sacred cow. My sacred cow's off limits. Well, okay, but what makes your sacred cow different from everyone else's? And at what point do we stop giving everyone a sacred cow to protect from critical speech? And I know that that people don't like it, but burning a flag, as long as you're not actually harming another person, is simply critical speech. It fills me with murderous rage to... You know, I should say that, but you know, that, that doesn't really make a difference. Agreed. But if I don't stand up for the right to say things that fill me with murderous rage, I don't stand up for the right at all. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, anyway, that's, I don't want to get too hung up on that. That's not the bulk of the speech, but that is, uh, it's an important part of it. So I did want to hit on that. Um, Anyway, to, back to this attendance issue, because that's what the media is all about. The media attention on this rally is going to be uh, is going to be high-fiving and pats on the back about how attendance was lower than expected. The arena's capacity is about 19,000 uh, people there in Tulsa. Reports say that about 6,200 people attended. That doesn't include campaign staff. Those are just people going to hear the speech. You be the judge. Here's some uh, video from inside the arena when Mike Pence is speaking. <laughs> Now, it's also worth noting President that Trump's reelection camp. Sorry, turn that off. Shut up, you stupid autoplay. Um, it's also worth noting that uh, the Trump campaign is saying four million people viewed it online. And that's just their campaign channels across all news channels and potentially other places this was hosted. It could be a lot more. Um, Stormy Daniels, <laughs> Stormy Daniels jumped in on Twitter and said, uh, hey, I told you guys he exaggerates the size of things. So everyone is fawning over Stormy Daniels yet again. But to catch you up on the uh, the claim here, the narrative about what actually happened, the New York Times and others are reporting that um, it was TikTok teens and K-pop stands that say they sunk the Trump rally, or at least uh, caused it to underperform relative to expectations. So the president's campaign team, you'll recall on Monday, flaunted a, a million ticket requests, they had claimed. Uh, but now uh, TikTok users and fans of Korean pop music claim they registered potentially hundreds of thousands of tickets for Trump's rally as a prank. This was after the at Team Trump account on Twitter asked supporters to register for the free tickets using their phones on June 11th. The ask was then widely circulated on TikTok and among K-pop fans uh, as well. 
Uh, whatever happened, AOC is suddenly loves election meddling. I love that, that particular aspect of this story. AOC says the Trump campaign got rocked by teens on TikTok, tricking them into believing their white supremacist open mic was enough to pack an arena, as uh, Stephen Crowder noted in response. It's weird that she's suddenly cheering election meddling from underage, likely foreign non-voters <laughs> through the use of a Chinese platform. I remember when that was bad and or impeachable. But yeah, I... I, I I don't know. I I have no idea if that was a contributing factor. I think there are a lot of factors that could explain why this one was uh, lower in enthusiasm or turnout relative to the Trump norm. And again, I I can acknowledge that while still saying, show me, show me the alternative. Show me Biden's better performance, because that's what I want to see. Not just better, but even close. Could you imagine Biden uh, having some some similar crowd to this type of event and performing? Uh, with the no, energy he's not doing does. anything in person. Well, he he is sort of. We, <laughs> he, he did he did emerge from his basement, I guess, last week. But it was not really a a public event or an event that the public could attend like this. So, uh, it, it, I'm not comparing these apples to apples because the Joe Biden event in Philadelphia was not. Uh, it, it was restricted by its design. They were not trying to attract thousands of people. However, uh, it was still a barely attended campaign event, this Philadelphia event this week. Um, Attendance was limited to local leaders and reporters. But listen to uh, a New York Times reporter. uh, A New York Times reporter attended this event. And just listen to the description here. Here's a, a passage. A few attendees whispered to each other as photographers quietly chatted. You could hear the clack of typing echoing across the room. The silence was striking. Then Mr. Biden appeared... He arrived with such little fanfare that I didn't even notice him enter the room. There was no introduction by an organizer to pump up a crowd that wasn't there, as is typical with campaign events. He just stood behind a lectern, uh, pasted uh, with the placard, quote, reopen right, safer and stronger, and began reading a speech off the teleprompters assailing President Trump. So... Don't give me this crap that like, oh, uh, Biden is we're being responsible by hiding Biden because of coronavirus or any other number of factors. You're making any excuse you can to hide him because Biden and his camp, possibly he dies literally, but certainly his campaign dies out in the open, out uh, in the and sunlight. And then Stacey Abrams runs the country, so. The dude can't hang. Yeah. Yeah. But I invite uh, being proved wrong. I invite proof otherwise that the dude can hang and can pull off even a fraction of what happened in Tulsa. Speaking of Stacey Abrams, uh, is it too early to anoint her vice president and possibly president of the United States? Uh, Amy Klobuchar, well, we won't be hearing the uh, the Trump blizzard hair joke any, anymore. Remember that classic from Amy Klobuchar. Uh, blizzard woman, as she was known. Or snow woman, I forget. I already forgot the joke. But anyway, Amy Klobuchar removed herself from Vice presidential consideration on MSNBC this week. Uh, why? On account of her race. She's not colorful enough for the moment, at least uh, for the job at this moment, at least. This is a historic moment and America must seize on this moment. And I truly believe, uh, as I actually told the vice president last night uh, when I called him, uh, that I think this is a moment uh, to put a woman of color on that ticket. Oh. 
And there are so many incredibly qualified women. Um, but if you want to heal this nation right now, my party, yes, but our nation, uh, this is sure a hell of a way to do it. Uh, you can tell that she that she wasn't behind that emotionally. Although she did kind of look like she was about to cry. So. Do you think someone put her up to it, basically? Or do you think it was uh, her decision? I think she's covering her ass because of this George Floyd situation. Uh, and she was never going to get chosen anyway. And so it was a good opportunity for her to posture for yeah. potential future elections. Yeah. But for the George Floyd situation, which remember, she was a prosecutor. Uh, she was, what was she, attorney general or a high level mm -hmm. Hennepin County attorney, maybe high level attorney in Minnesota who passed on prosecuting Derek Chauvin prior. Now, I, I'm not sure if that was the right prosecutorial decision or not, but I know that's a political disaster right now. Hey, shut up, Caesar. Sorry. I like how Caesar's <laughs> the problem, not right now, not the baby. <laughs> uh, but in, prior to that, I actually would have said Klobuchar would be probably Biden's wisest pick. He, she would have been before, before the, the show thing, yeah. Before that. Yeah, I mean, she has, even now, she would still have some Midwest appeal. She would still have some moderate appeal. Kamala, disaster. Stacey Abrams, disaster. disaster. The rest will be a disaster. It's going to be Stacey Abrams, though. I, good luck. Good luck with that. Well, Kamala, then she, then she can be the real president of the United States in addition to the real governor of Georgia. Georgia. The question is, will she step down as the real governor of Georgia to accept the office of the real president or vice president of the United States if that happens? In any case, uh, let's, not, um, let's not fail to acknowledge we have a major party candidate openly saying, I am not the right race for the job. And this is supposedly the anti-racist party. Just appreciate know, that moment for a second. Absurd. You follow this uh, Trump's racist baby scandal What on a Twitter? weird story. <laughs> yeah. uh, there were a couple hilarious Twitter battles this week. Uh, first was Trump reposting a video from Carpe Donctum that showed... Uh, it was that viral video of the black and white toddlers running around and chasing each other. And it was recaptioned with CNN chirons that read, uh, terrified toddler runs away, runs from racist baby and racist baby is probably a Trump voter. Now the original video posted to Trump's account has now been removed. Here's an idea of, of what that looked like though. The clip posted by the president shows a viral video. There it is of those two toddlers, one black, the other white, hugging. You may have seen this one before. But in this new version, it's layered with ominous music and a fake CNN graphic that reads, racist baby, probably a Trump voter. <laughs> that baby tried to tase that other baby, and the white baby <laughs> was just running him down because of that. Justified. Now, this has gone through a few iterations of uh, soft or actual censorship. Originally, Twitter flagged that clip as manipulated media. So we've oh, again come entered. On. So we've, humorless. We've entered the realm, yeah, where memes are treated as false, factually false. Uh, but now, as of this weekend, Twitter and Facebook have removed the video entirely after a copyright claim from the owner of the original toddler video, uh, as though that's not very politically convenient. This is satire. It's transformative. It's a transformative work from the original. Almost certainly fair use. Uh, would almost certainly stand up in a court of law. And as far as I understand, there isn't really money being made off of this anyway. So what are we what are we battling over here? Anyway, the uh, the most hilarious part was that CNN's PR account was very mad, very mad at Donald Trump and tweeted out, um, 
that CNN did cover this story about the toddlers exactly as it happened, just as we reported your positions on race and poll numbers. We'll continue working with the facts rather than tweeting fake videos <laughs> that exploit innocent children. Fake videos oh, that grief. exploit innocent children. We invite you to, this, to do the same. Be better. Uh, Daily Caller here reminding them, you didn't have a problem exploiting all the Parkland kids, that, oh, tra- right, that yeah. allegedly transgender little girl who believes she's a boy who asked Elizabeth Warren and made her pledge to be her, get a personal veto over Elizabeth Warren's education secretary. Uh, don't forget Greta, Greta Thunberg. I want to pronounce it correctly. Greta. Uh, and so CNN to claim the moral high ground on the use of children. Yeah. The children, the, the focus here is CNN. The joke is on CNN. The children are a part of that, I guess, but Children aren't really targeted by this. Or, uh, no. And in terms of the fair use thing, did, does nobody remember the Trump MMA thing? Or not MMA. The um, uh, You're talking about the body slamming yeah, of CNN yeah. and stuff? We've, yeah. we, we've been here before. We figured it out last time. It's the same thing. It's like it's been modified enough. And also this, this, this humorless thing. That's really what bothers me the most about the left. It's like everybody take a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick before we get to the uh, Supreme Court cases of the week, uh, Rick Wilson, he uh, never Trump Keebler elf Rick Wilson, copyright uh, our friend Frank. He does look like a Keebler elf, I think, <laughs> uh, dug up a an old Domino's tweet, like the actual Domino's pizza account from 2012, replying to uh, Kaylee McEnany, now White House press secretary Kaylee McEnany. And she was saying, I could open it here. She was saying at the time something to the effect of, yeah, fun fact, Domino's is way better than any New York City pizza. She said this November 8th, 2012. At the time, Domino's replies, well, that's one heck of a compliment. Thanks for the love. We appreciate it. Rick Wilson digs up that tweet and posts, you just killed your brand. <laughs> As Just killed? You mean eight years ago? <laughs> killed, yeah. killed your brand. I don't even know how he found this, but he did. And then Domino's, again, the, the, the Domino's main account, the actual pizza company, replies, well, it's unfortunate that thanking a customer for a compliment back in 2012 would be viewed as political. Guess that's 2020 for you. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Owned by a pizza company on Twitter, which was hilarious enough. But, uh, but it, it got a lot deeper than this. Since Rick Wilson is attempting to fan the flames of the cancellation mobs, he got some cancellation mob treatment himself. People went digging into his social media to see what they could find. And they discovered an old photo, in fact, numerous old photos of some sort of family trip where they had a Confederate flag cooler that read, The South Will Rise Ooh. Again on top of the cooler and once these were brought back to light uh, rick wilson deleted the instagram posts so then caleb hull i guess who was behind this uh went digging into his wife's instagram account sure enough there's an even more clear photo from 2014 on his wife's instagram account so he published that then uh wilson's wife got kind of pissed and they engaged in a few dms uh, he also uncovered a tweet of hers that said, uh, this is going to sound bad, but I need some Mexicans for about three days to work on my garden. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she says uh, she originally didn't. She said the photos were fake, but now she acknowledges that they're real. And now she says, fuck you. The cooler never belonged to us. And you know it. I'm not going to defend myself publicly. You wouldn't attack. You wouldn't attack my son. Get a life. Uh, you know, uh, anyway, I, normally. Yeah, I, I'm not. 
uh, in favor of, of digging through people's lives like this and trying to cancel them. But it's just funny that it, that you respond in such hostile ways to the same treatment that you're throwing at other people. And if you, if you, if you're going to dish it out and can't take it, well, I'm sorry. That's, that's your fault. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she deleted this tweet about the Mexicans or not, uh, but Yikes. it may still be up. Anyway, the other fun piece of this story is that through all of this uh, interaction and the involvement with Domino's, it has been once again uncovered that Trump did a Domino's ad back in 2005. Check this what? out. Yeah. Man, this 555 deal is really popular. Mr. Trump, here you go, uh, three medium pizzas, $5 each. Tell you what, I'll counter that offer with an even better one. Here's the deal. You give me those three pizzas, only I'll give you just $5 a piece. Sure. Okay. Still got it, Donald. Still got it. Call now and get three or more medium one-topping pizzas for just five bucks each. Man, I wish that was still a thing. Three pizzas for 15 bucks. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Those we were did the days. In, We did, in fact, get... Dom, uh, it's an ongoing battle in, between my fiancé and me about uh, Domino's versus Pizza Hut, and I've been team Pizza Hut, but we did go Domino. to Domino's specifically out of appreciation for this entire episode, and it was just fine. Yep, like how we used to pay, uh, patronize Wendy's back before they screwed everything <laughs> up. and The Wendy's Pepe made me go to Wendy's that day. And I took a picture with my Frosty and was like, you got yourself a sale with this rare Wendy's Pepe. And then they deleted it. Now, of course, they're donating to social justice causes and caving to the mob that burns down their restaurants. How many Wendy? What's the Wendy's burn count? Is it just two? There was one in Minneapolis. And then there was what, the what one was in Atlanta. the second one? Atlanta, Rayshard Brooks. He was in the Wendy's drive-thru. Oh. Yeah. So Indeed. Multiple Wendy's have been casualties. Is it only this. two? I don't know. That's that's what I'm wondering. I wonder no, how No, no, I Wendy's knew about are. the Rayshard one. Yeah. Minneapolis was one. just like near the target and stuff, but it, it got the treatment too. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, we'll talk uh, Supreme Court cases next, but we are definitely due for a break if you want to take one. Oh, I go over to Streamlabs, and of course they've got the rainbow avatar. You know, um, Pride Month has been very quiet this year compared to years past. It's mostly been taken over by Black Lives Matter this year. Well, yeah, fags had to bend the knee to black people. That's what happened. Now <laughs> nobody gives a shit about, about June. the inter- <laughs> Intersectional wars are always interesting, I guess. But those uh, gay blacks, they're on fire. The gays got their win at the, yeah, they're on fire. And the gays got their win at the Supreme Court this week. We'll get to that in a moment. I know. I wonder if we should just I do it all say. at the end in case I have to feed the baby. Um, um, let's, let's crank out a few. Let's, let's, okay. let's, let's get through a few. Um, something kind of other, just hopping in to say that two years after sol- of, after two years of solid disappointment, I love this. Um, I finally deleted Philip DeFranco from all of my social media. He is the CNN of YouTube. Oh, spot on. Well, I was converted once he made that virtue signaling video about the Covington kids, like uh, condemning them before all the facts were in. It was like, what an a-hole that, that didn't happen. Does nobody want to talk about Matt Gates? I'm like the only person that wants to talk about this. <laughs> hey, listen, if you want to, I, I, I don't give a shit about that story, but go for it. I'm just saying, I said last Wednesday that he's got a rape face and then it comes out <laughs> that he has inexplicably adopted a 12 year old Cuban boy. Why? Why have you done? It's so weird. Don't I, you understand you dumb son of a bitch? Don't you understand? Just saying. It's for an excuse to bust that new one out. 
It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it's like it's suspicious and it's kind of rapey and I have no evidence and this is purely speculative, but he's raping that kid in the butt. It's the head shape and the face shape. It's the phrenology plus Cuban boy toy equals Gates is a faggy rapist. By the way, I just want to I want to acknowledge and appreciate that you reserve that sort of defamation for my channel and not your own. Exactly. Thank thank Uh, you for that. This is truly defamatory. (laughs) (laughs) I have no evidence except I think this is weird. Do you guys think that I'm wrong about this? Um, I understand that it was his girlfriend's brother whose father had died. Fucking weird. Mm. Weird. Okay. Um, Holden Mulray, it is privileged to be born in America to loving parents. No one should be ashamed of this privilege. I wish it for everybody. To that end, we should replicate America elsewhere and stop policies to destroy families. Um, I don't know why I laughed. Probably because that seems like it's impossible. We've done a hell of a lot of trying on that front. Uh, it has not gone great, but uh, it you know might be a worthy cause. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I am opening up the treasure chest over on DLive, guys. Thanks for hanging out over there. Whatever that means. You guys, I'm not naked. <laughs> Just breastfeeding like right when we got on air. That's the only reason I've been wearing this every week. Um, middle Child says, hey, Matt and Blonde, I've been watching since day one. Ooh, and have never missed an episode. What you're doing wow. is incredibly important, so keep up the good work. Episode zero. It's, we've come a long way. <laughs> way back at the show before it was even a show. It's yeah. still there. Uh, yeah, I would like to think we've come a long way. You know, you really should look back at your old material and cringe that that's better than looking back at your old material and thinking, man, I was, I was way better back then. (laughs) You don't want to do that, but thanks for sticking around with us for the long haul. That's very much appreciated. I got to imagine you're in rare company of people who have sat through every single episode of this show. Yeah. Ben Ritter, as promised, I sent you that email about advertising. As always, love the show. Did you send it to the show box? or? I think it, no, I'm pretty sure it's in my inbox. I am admittedly a little bit behind on my emails through the weekend. So I anticipate sitting down tomorrow morning and getting through a little bit of a backlog in my inbox. So sit tight and I will get to it. Um, Holden Mulray says, it's encouraging to hear you each talk about reexamining your faith. I know you'll keep up lucid circumspect, uh, Keep the lucid circumspect view you bring to everything. Do you mind sharing what you seek from religion, i.e. philosophy, salvation, et cetera? Um, salvation, for sure. I seek truth. I mean, I seek truth whether it's re- whether it's religion or really any intellectual pursuit. I want to know the truth of what the world is and how it works. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm warming up to the idea that that uh, there, there are, there's some truth to a lot of religious concepts and teachings, but I'm a far, you know, I'm far away from any sort of concrete uh, perspective or denomination or anything like that. Pisa says, pants up, don't loot. Uh, <laughs> Freddie Saw says, who else That's here is hoping one. that AOC loses her primary and desperately turns to the adult film industry to maintain popular past? Um, we all remember uh, that rooftop I, dance video, them some nice sweater puppies. I don't know. I think she has no <laughs> sex appeal. She's like the most butterface woman I've ever seen. Um, I, I don't, I don't think Would I not can, bang. I don't think I can say anything about this without getting in trouble. So I'll just, I'll pass. All I will say is like, if that existed every, you're going to click it. All right. You're going to click it. If that well, happens, I didn't say I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. I just said, I'm not interested. Right. I'm not. That's all I'm saying. You're going to click. You're going to click the video. Um, Irish Nat says blonde. The wife and I are excited for our firstborn in early August. A son contact me and we'll begin dowry negotiations. <laughs> Lest you risk Emmeline be betrothed to some dirty hippie type. I don't know. She's betrothed to Robin uh, Riley's son. So 
You guys already have that. Uh, is that is that a formal contract or just? We uh, we have an agreement. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Oh, I hope she's okay. I can hear her crying. This is very distressing. If you want to um, take a you want to take a quick break, and I can read through some and come back. Or we can try to make it to the long, uh, super chat. Well, we still got a lot of topics to go. I still probably have uh, an hour worth of material, maybe mm-hmm. a little less. What should I do? If you want to step out for a moment, I'll get through uh, Streamlabs and we can we can regroup. Okay. Uh, should I turn my camera off? Uh, I can take care of it. I'll all be right. back. Five minutes. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. Over on Streamlabs, uh, Giga Chad says, uh, how long is it going to be before Tazard, Tazard Crooks? That's a good one. Tazard Crooks, second grade teacher, comes out and tells us his dream was also to be a Supreme Court justice. Just another good boy who uh, did not do anything. I have to pronounce that correctly, because if I were to say it in the way that rhymes with muffin, I'm pretty sure that's hate speech. Thank you, Chad. Cameron says, uh, as if politicians rely on facts before they shoehorn in their agenda, the elites have overplayed their hand, and we now see the riots are an attack on white identity. B-A-T-B commune now. Hope you're hanging in there, blonde. Uh, We're all rooting for you. Uh... And I'll, I'll relay that message to her when she comes back. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you can't see a lot of, seriously speaking, if you can't see a lot of anti-white sentiment going on right now, I, I don't know. Uh, I, you got to be basically blind at this point. Uh, Mike DeWine's shit-eating grin says, uh, thank you for giving me a place to give updates and bitch about my state. On that note, fellow Buckeyes, pray we don't have a second shutdown. Ohio is out of money. Uh, to fund unemployment and has borrowed $3.1 billion from the Department of Labor. Yeah, just create a disaster and then claim disaster status and cash in from the feds. There might be a lot of states trying that one. Uh, BLM has made me racist. <laughs> I'd like to sincerely thank or sincerely wish George Floyd and Rayshard Brooks a happy... Ooh, ooh, this... Come on, man. Oh, I, I get it, but that's that's rough, man. Uh, they, they, they Listen, they do have kids. And uh, and those kids are, have been put in awful positions by their fathers. And I understand the desire to rip on the poor fatherhood characteristics of those dads. But, man, I, I just have a hard time laughing at, the, at anywhere near the kids. That's all. And I don't mean to say that's your intent. I just mean a, I kind of got to balk at that one a little bit. Uh, but thank you for supporting the show. Samuel says, uh, two weeks until Independence Day. Get ready for some fireworks. Yeah, there's already talk of uh, police uh, walking off in larger numbers in certain cities. Give them independence on Independence Day. That's what the movement is being branded as. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. Future intern says, I heard you're looking for racist jokes. Here we go. (laughs) I can't read this one. That one's way too far. I can't even tease that one. Uh, But I... Future intern, I read it and uh, joke noted. Uh, I may have chuckled in my head. That is clever, but <laughs> that's a show ender, dude. Redicus says, uh, these people have lost their goodwill. I am even second guessing the death of the meth addict uh, that started this. Evidently, Floyd was given every chance to walk away and wouldn't. Did the cops have the appropriate training to deal with ODing, an ODing meth head? I'm, I have a lot of questions about the George Floyd case, no doubt. Um, I who know I, I don't know what definitively killed him I, I i have no idea but i know that the the factors are not as simple as like strangulating him by by putting your neck on his, or by putting a knee on his neck and that sort of thing there were a lot of complications here and 
honestly, I don't know if we'll ever get to, to the full truth of the matter. So I share your, your skepticism or your, your wonder. Giga Chan also says, since Chaz is not America, does this mean that its inhabitants have dual citizenship? If, sh- if so, can we expect them to start infiltrating our, con- <laughs> infiltrating our Congress and pushing, send foreign aid to Chaz? I think you actually can expect that. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, to see that happen at all, seriously speaking. Uh, and Chad, don't forget, Chaz does have representation in Congress. Uh, there's somebody who does represent that, even though it's supposedly not part of America. Phil says, uh, it's a little rich for Trump to make fun of Biden for being a puppet, isn't he? Or isn't it? Doesn't, doesn't he think we don't notice his handlers? Well, uh, you're, you're entitled to that opinion for sure. Walsey says, thank you for my sanity safe space. Well, you're welcome, and thanks for tuning in. Redicus says, uh, the rally was a great success when you consider the fear of Wuhan flu and the rumors of riots real or not. Do you see the Dems have a real chance of keeping sleepy Uncle Joe behind closed door, or do you think they... Yeah, do you think the Dems have a real chance of keeping uh, Joe Biden behind closed doors to run run on pure Obama nostalgia, if and only if they can maintain this sort of chaotic environment to sort of justify the reason why he's mostly out of sight. If you can maintain Corona chaos, if you can maintain social unrest and riots in the street, if you can maintain a sense that things are unsafe to be out in public, then they have a plausible reason to keep him more or less hidden. Am I accusing them of creating that? I'm not going to go that far, but I am saying that I do believe a lot of these things are being politically maximized for the reason, for the purpose of keeping Joe Biden out of sight. Because as soon as Joe Biden is in sight, particularly if he's on a stage with President Trump, it's over. It's not going to work. Candy Max says one of the final steps in the algorithm of the ACLS, advanced cardiac life support, is, quote, scene safety. So Chaz is screwed. Ha. Also, congrats, Blonde. I'm so happy it went all went well. You're doing the most important job any woman can do. God bless. Oh, oh you're you. back. Uh, let me get you back up on screen. Uh, everything good? Yeah, I think that I should. That should buy me an hour and a half. Okay, we'll, we'll probably be right about there then. And Cameron also had, uh, Cameron says everybody's rooting for you as well. Hopes you're hanging in there. So I think those are the ones that were specific to you. And oh, we're all caught up so on, much. all caught up on Streamlabs. I think we're good on DLive. Um, if you remember where we left off in YouTube, Let's see. Yeah, thanks for hanging out on DLive, guys. We're good for now. Are you marked where we left off on YouTube and we can come back to it? Yep. Okay. Well, let's hop back into uh, the stories. I definitely want to talk Supreme Court because we had a big week of Supreme Court news. And we're probably going to have more big Supreme Court news coming out. But... uh, I mean, it was it was it was a week of terrible, terribly reasoned and lame decisions from the Supreme Court. I can't be any more kind than that. Um, and, and additionally, terribly lame decisions in rejecting or selecting what cases they're willing to hear as well. We'll get to that in a moment. But this uh, is actually a major surprise to me, and I'm sure I'm not alone, uh, that, that, that Neil Gorsuch issued such a bizarre legislating from the bench, non-textualist, non-originalist type opinion uh, Neil Gorsuch, of course, uh, Trump's pick to replace Scalia on the court. Uh, and um, he wrote the opinion in what is one of the most sweeping gay rights rulings in the court's history on Monday. This is Bostock versus Clayton County, Georgia. The court ruled 6-3 that Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 
prohibits work uh, workplace discrimination against gay and transgender people. So the surprise here isn't that Gorsuch made a supposed pro or anti LGBT decision. I really want to get away from that thinking that we're talking about like being in favor of or against gay people or something or transgender people. The surprise is that this supposed originalist did that obvious legislating from the, from bench. the bench. So, yeah. so Gorsuch grants that the Civil Rights Act does not and did not, and it was not the intent of the authors of Congress, or the authors of the bill in Congress at the time, to protect gay or transgender people from workplace discrimination. That's not a judgment about whether that would be wise or not. That's just what does the law say? The law does not say gay or transgender. He actually acknowledges this in the opinion, but he argues that discrimination against those characteristics is only possible if first done on the basis of sex, which is, of course, an explicit part of the Civil Rights Act. The reasoning here is, is, quote, an employer who fires an individual for being homosexual or transgender fires that person for traits or actions it would not have questioned in members of a different sex. So to put that in other words, let's say you fire, you, you have someone in your employment and you fire her because she's a lesbian mm-hmm. and you don't like that. What Gorsuch is saying is you're firing her because of her decision to have sex with women but you wouldn't fire a man for the decision to have sex with a woman. And therefore it's a sex based discrimination, sex based discrimination. Not covered by the civil rights act though. If you think about it in that way, I get, I get how he's trying to twist the arm into making it sound that way, but that this is nonsensical for a few reasons. First of all, that's not what the law says. They wanted LGBT issues in the civil rights act. They would have done it. And right, there were didn't. lesbians and gay people in 1960. Certainly, certainly. Um, and indeed, it's weird to look back at the decades of congressional attempts to add this to the Civil Rights Act. This has been happening. The original Equality Act was developed in, in Congress in 1974. And they actually passed a newer iteration of this last year, 2019, Congress passed one. But they have not been able to get it through uh, the Senate. It has not been signed into law by the president. It's not a law, but under Gorsuch's reasoning, it's very bizarre that we're going to say decades worth of congressional battle was actually a moot point because the nature of the Equality Act protection of transgender and gay people in the workplace has actually been the law the whole time. We just didn't know. Right. That's that's fundamentally what he's saying to his point that it's discrimination based on sex. uh, I also think that's a nonsense point, but presumably those who don't want to associate with homosexual behavior won't tolerate homosexual behavior from either sex. You're not right. going to hang out. With, you're not going to like, if you're a religious organization that has faith-based objections to homosexual behavior, I'm guessing you aren't totally cool with lesbians, but it's just the gay guys who have to go away. That's probably yeah. pretty rare. Although on a visceral basis, I think that what gay men do is like inherently more disgusting. Well, and, you know, they're driving a, less lot, a lot less kids off cliffs, too. Yeah. So uh, That's hat, true. hat tip where do. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, I, I just reject the idea that it's discrimination based on sex. It's discrimination based on a behavior. And I'm not saying is that discrimination just or not. I'm just saying that's what it is. It's discrimination based on a behavior. That is to say, if a woman has homosexual sex and you don't like it, odds are you don't like it from a man either. It's not a sex-based thing. It's a behavior-based thing. And the same goes for transgender behavior as well. I, I would think that same argument applies. Now, in practical terms, I actually think... Transgender sexual behavior? 
like the idea of actually transitioning your gender. Uh, Are there employers out there who are going to say, if you want to go female to male, that's totally cool. But male to female, we don't tolerate. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe that's a sex-based discrimination, but I'm not aware of where that's actually happening. Mm. Um, And and this is kind of beyond the bigger issue, but I'll get to that in a moment. Or kind of a a weeds issue anyway. In, In practical terms, I actually think this could be totally counterproductive. And that is to say, the more special privileges you give a group to sue, the more employers are likely to avoid dealing with that group altogether. Right. When you Would you hire a transgender person knowing that if they perform poorly and you decide to fire them, they could just turn around and slap you with a federal lawsuit Yeah, because of these special protections? It's much easier to, even if you do uh, fail to hire somebody uh, based on discriminatory belief system or whatever, it's much easier to cover your tracks on that end than in the firing process. Yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely, I mean, at this point in time, would you hire a transgender? Nope. Well, with this lawsuit <laughs> reality yeah. hanging over your head, it definitely makes it more difficult. Like that's, that's just an added risk that you might not otherwise have to assume. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think all of this is too far down the weed, too far in the weeds too. We need to back up and think about the broader question. And yes, this does call the entire civil rights act as it applies to private business into question. I know a lot of people shy away from that question. And I get it's politically unpalatable and unpopular, but at the end of the day, you have a right to association implicit in the first amendment as ruled by the court. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have a right to associate with whomever you want or disassociate from whoever you want for whatever reason you want or not? That doesn't mean that I think you're cool if you discriminate against gay people or racial minorities or transgender people or whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't think anybody out there owes me a hiring or firing decision on the basis that I'm white, on the basis that I'm a man, on the basis that I'm straight or on any reason. Nobody owes me employment. It is a mutual consenting relationship. And if one party doesn't consent, well, that's the end of that relationship. That's the way these things ought to work in my view. Right. And how are they appointing people to leadership positions in Chaz right now? You want to tell yeah. me that it's not based on somebody's gender, their sexual orientation, their race. They, they have a staunch hierarchy to which they abide in these situations. You can't tell me that anybody affiliated with Black Lives Matter that's a business owner is not doing this in their own is their in their own business. Probably, probably. And I don't care. Fine, whatever. Yeah, you're you're entitled to that. Do what you want. If it's your property and your associations, you're entitled to the full control of them as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. Yeah. I don't have to agree with it. It's not my it's not my place to control. Uh, there's also this DACA case. So uh this the the Civil Rights Act case was followed uh, later in the week, by the court blocking Trump's pan- a plan to dismantle DACA, of course, DACA is the Obama-era deferred action for childhood arrivals policy that protects some 700,000 so-called dreamers from deportation, people who are brought here as children by their parents and don't have legal protection from deportation. Uh, this this vote went 5-4, which John, Robert, or John Roberts uh, wrote the majority opinion in this case. Now, this is a more technical opinion. It's not that Trump can't undo DACA, which itself, of course, is a legally dubious policy, the idea that you're just not going to enforce federal law or the law of the right. United States because you don't feel like it. Uh, but this is a rejection of the process by which Trump was trying to do it. It's not that Trump can't undo DACA. It's just that the court says he can't do it in this way. The nature of, of that reasoning is that in 2017, then Attorney General Jeff Sessions declared DACA illegal and unconstitutional. 
but Roberts says that Sessions offered no detailed justification for canceling DACA. The declaration didn't address the fact that thousands of young people have come to rely on the program, according to Roberts. Irrelevant. Without, without that detailed explanation, that made the decision, quote, arbitrary and capricious, and therefore in violation of the Administrative Procedure Act, according to Roberts, which is interesting considering DACA is uh, you know, the unilateral decision to, you know, not to enforce U.S. law simply because you don't like it. That is also arbitrary and capricious. But in fairness to Roberts, uh, he was not asked to evaluate DACA itself, at least in this case. Uh, how is the number of people that are reliant on this even uh, relevant in the if outcome? I, if I understand his decision, what he's saying is that per the federal law that governs this sort of thing, the Administrative Procedures Act, that those people are owed a detailed explanation as to why. That That is my understanding. Why it violates federal, federal law. Not detailed enough. I guess you have to write more than a one-sentence memo, even though it really is about as simple as that. Yeah. That's horseshit. Man, this is so disappointing. <laughs> I just thought that Trump would, you know, that... It, that his presidency would be more meaningful in that we have a lasting conservative presence on the Supreme Court just on the Supreme Court, but now it doesn't really seem like that's <laughs> like that's gonna matter. I, very much. I really thought Gorsuch was shocking. gonna be rock solid. I'm not particularly surprised to see a decision like this from Roberts. This yeah. is kind of who Roberts is. Yeah. Gorsuch, I am very, very surprised, surprised by. And uh but if you want a little bit of a of, if you want a little bit of um a point of optimism here. Well, first a point of pessimism, but then a reason to believe at least some of the justice care, justices care about that. The court continues to reject Second Amendment cases, something they haven't, they haven't taken a Second Amendment case since 2010. On Monday, the court turned down a dozen gun rights cases, including a uh, challenge to California's micro-stamping law, which has severely curtailed the availability of uh, handguns in the state, a challenge to Massachusetts uh, carry laws, a challenge to Massachusetts assault weapons laws, a challenge to the, quote, justifiable need requirement for concealed carry permits in New Jersey. There was a similar challenge in Maryland, among others. You got a dozen of these cases. Well, Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh wrote a dissenting opinion, uh, at least a dissenting opinion to the decision to reject these cases. Clarence Thomas writes, quote, the text of the Second Amendment protects, quote, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. We have stated that this fundamental right is necessary to our system of ordered liberty, yet in several jurisdictions throughout the country, law-abiding citizens have been barred from exercising the fundamental right to bear arms because they cannot show that they have a, quote, justifiable need or, quote, good reason for doing so. One would think that such an onerous burden on a fundamental right would warrant this court's review. This court would almost certainly review the constitutionality of a law requiring citizens to abolish a justifiable need or to establish a justifiable need before exercising their free speech rights. And it seems highly unlikely that the court would allow a state to enforce a law requiring a woman to provide a justifiable need before seeking an abortion. But today, faced with a petition challenging just such a restriction on citizens' Second Amendment rights, the court simply looks the other way. So... Mm. I give a round of applause to Clarence Thomas, but I acknowledge Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh are a, apparently a small minority on the court these days. Unfortunately. But maybe they can convince their peers. Lastly, uh, get ready for uh, an important abortion case decision. The court is expected to release a decision in, in a high-profile abortion case soon. Could be this week, in fact. 
The case concerns a Louisiana law that requires abortion providers to have admitting privileges at a hospital within 30 miles of their clinic. A federal district court found that the law, if enacted or if implemented, or if or if allowed to stand, would limit Louisiana to just one doctor providing abortions. During oral arguments in March, Roberts signaled that he was open to striking down the law because it creates an undue burden on a woman seeking an, seeking an abortion per uh, prior Supreme Court precedent that would be unconstitutional, at least according to their reasoning. Uh, if Roberts were to side with uh, striking down the law and the other justices fall where you'd expect them to fall, that would be a 5-4 majority in favor of striking down Louisiana's abortion law in this case. So we'll see. We'll see if Brett Kavanaugh can become the anti-abortion devil that he was forecasted to be. Oh, he's going to get eviscerated, isn't he? Hmm. Poor Brett Kavanaugh. We shall see. But I'm excited to talk about this. Keep it moving Why? along in the this interest so of time. Depressing. I'm excited to see you react to it, I guess. It's probably the better way to respond. Get the frown face ready. But of course, remember, it wasn't long ago that the left hated Chick-fil-A CEO Dan Cathy for supporting traditional marriage. Uh, in fact, many still do and struggle to reconcile that hatred with their love for Chick-fil-A chicken. Uh, but... Uh, now pretty much everybody's going to hate him. I think last Sunday he participated in a YouTube discussion on race with pastor Louis Giglio and rapper Christian rapper Lecrae at Atlanta's passion city church. And he encouraged Dan Cathy did. He encouraged white people to repent for their racism by literally shining the shoes of black people. And he'd been so gripped with conviction about the racism that was in that local community in a small town in Texas that he, he took a, uh, a shoe brush and he walked over to this elderly gentleman and he knelt on his knees and began to shine his shoes. And uh, tears began to flow uh, in that service. Uh, it was an attitude of, uh, of conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to to put some words to action here. And if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, we need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on, it really doesn't matter. But He's literally shining the black guy's shoes have, if you're listening. You know, some, some personal action here. Maybe we need to give them a hug too, brother. <laughs> and, some, and, some, and some stock in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> and it still won't be good enough either. But, uh, It'll take more than that. I, I bought about 1,500 of these, and I gave it all our Chick-fil-A operators and staff a number of years ago. <laughs> and uh, so any expressions of a contrite heart, of a sense of humility, a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment, uh, begin with an apologetic heart. Oh, my God. Well, are you still going to eat the nuggets, or are you done? The waffle fries are good, too. Gotta say, I, 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 I think I'm done. I, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Hmm. There's no Chick Fil A here, but you know, every time I'm in Seattle, I go there. Uh, this is just. Ugh. I couldn't tell. This is a stupid side point, but I couldn't tell what kind of shoes was the rapper guy actually He's wearing. wearing I guess tennis shoes. It does look like tennis shoes, but but Kathy says, uh, well, it doesn't matter if they're wearing tennis shoes or sandals. Doesn't, doesn't it, it kind of though? though? Yeah. <laughs> Are you cleaning their feet? How do you scrub or shine sandals that are on someone's feet? I actually would like to see that demonstrated. With a sense of shame and a sense of embarrassment. On account of, yeah, on account of race, of course. Now, 
to try to be, and I know you won't like me for this, but to try to be as charitable as possible, if the message is just, hey, go out of your way to do a good deed and be nice to people, great, fantastic. I think the world could use a lot of that. But the idea that we're going to do this based on race, then I'm going to assume that you are suffering uniquely because of your race and I'm uniquely in a better spot compared to you because of my race. Uh, how that is ever going to solve racial tension, racial animosity, uh, good luck. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> you've done well with your chicken sandwiches, so uh, I don't know. Stick to Why that, Why can't people just make fucking chicken sandwiches? Nike, just make shoes. Yeah. Just make sweatshop shoes that I love and make your stupid chicken sandwiches, spicy chicken or otherwise, Wendy's and Chick-fil-A. Like, Again, now what are you going to do? You can't go to Wendy's. You can't go to Chick-fil-A. This is why I've kind of stopped. I guess I'm done with spicy chicken sandwiches. It was kind of a pregnancy thing anyway, so. I still haven't tried the Wendy's spicy chicken. In fact, I need to go down. It's excellent. There's a brand new Wendy's not far from my house. It just opened last fall, and uh, I have not frequented it much, so that would be an opportunity to check it out. I'm so tired of this. Are we still doing this as a society? I mean, there's going to be a white backlash against this, because when I see a white person ingratiating themselves in this way, my reaction is like, vomit in my esophagus like a visceral reaction to somebody flagellating on this level like self-flagellating i i i can't stand it it is so cringeworthy and then if somebody was like came, some black dude came up to me and was like you need to kneel and apologize for your ancestors my immediate reaction would be like i want to kill this person <laughs> and i just don't buy that anyone is actually appeased like who uh, who is the racial minority person who's like, yeah, I really felt oppressed until someone like bowed before me and confessed their racial sins. And now I it's think things enough. aren't that bad. And of course, yeah, I mean, the, I know the rapper guy was joking by saying, yeah, shine my shoes and give me some Chick-fil-A stock. I know he's not serious, at least I gather. But let's say he is. That's that's the point, too. I, I'm not convinced there is a line that where where the concessions and indeed the giveaways would ever be enough for the staunch race racial activists. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to lump all racial groups together. I'm saying the staunch racial activists of whom there are both black and white people. I don't think that there's enough money or resources in the world that could be forcibly redistributed to make these people happy enough to say, yeah, it's not a problem anymore. No, uh, you give them an inch and they take a mile. It's like, what's the end game here? Hmm. Well, that's all we got. We'll see if you uh, we'll see if you hit up Chick Fil A next time you have a chance or not. That's all we got on that topic, at least. Of course, it is that time once again to get to not just one but four stories this week. Four stories of hoax hate. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Shit, it's backwards. <laughs> you think they'll notice? And actually, no backwards swastikas this week. Not one. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Which means weird. they must all be real. <laughs> well, this one's definitely not real. The first case isn't even hoax hate per se. It's just misunderstanding being insisted to be a case of a hate crime. Hard to explain, but to give you the idea here, this is Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff. She's launched a hate crime investigation over supposed nooses that were found hanging from trees in a city park. Now, she first acknowledged, she posted a statement on Twitter, and this statement acknowledges that residents had reported the presence of these ropes hanging from trees that appeared to be nooses, but she has information that the ropes 
the ropes are exercise equipment. She's aware of this. But she says that doesn't matter. She says the hate crime investigation will continue because the effect of the symbols is terror, regardless of whether the intent was to terrorize. Now intent doesn't matter. That's what she says. Listen to some of these quotes. First, the news story. These are symbols of torture and racial violence. Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff is so alarmed by the video she saw of a rope that looked like a noose in a tree at Lake Merritt. She's calling for a hate crime investigation. Portia Freeman is the woman who shot video of the rope and posted it and her concerns on social media. And I just saw something swinging. It caught my eye. It caught me off guard. But this man, Victor Sengbei, told us the rope is part of a rigging used. <laughs> so this is the guy who set them up. And if you can't see this, I just got to appreciate not only is he a, he a black guy, which is relevant to the hate crime uh, issue here, but uh, like this guy, I think he's like from Africa. He's in like traditional garb. He's got the head. He's got like the head piece on. He's wearing like some kind of poncho. I don't know. Correct me if I'm maybe someone, Haitian. I don't know. Yeah, he might, I guess he might not be from Africa, but my point is he's like in some kind of ethnic outfit that seems true to a place that, uh, you know, is authentically black, what, what, however you want to characterize it. The idea that this, this guy's behind the hate crime is laughable. That's what I'm trying to say. By him and his friends as part of a larger swing system. He even shared this video of it in action with ABC7 News. Out of the dozens and hundreds and thousands of people that have walked by, no one, you know, has thought that it looked anywhere close to a noose, right? Folks have used it for exercise. It was really a fun addition to the park that we tried to create. Sengbei told us this small piece of rope still up in a tree is all part of the same system. Still, for many people, the image of anything that looks like a noose stirs up intense emotion. Even if it was, I'm just saying, if it was supposed to be exercise rope, it is making us all unsafe. She says it like she doesn't believe it, even if it was supposed to be exercise ropes. Like, that's what it is. You can watch them doing it. What are you talking about? Did you see a body hanging from that noose? Right, right. <laughs> Also, the the hole is like this big. Yeah, like it's loop. meant for it's yeah. meant for a foot. It's not yeah. meant for to fit a head through it. It's not even the right knot. It's it's not a noose. It's just this not. African guy though, obviously a Nazi. Like uh, yeah, that's what we're supposed to believe. Unfortunate that a genuine gesture of just you know wanting to create a good time um, got misinterpreted into something so heinous. Okay, so here's the mayor who, again, she's fully aware of what these ropes are and what their purpose is. But she's having press conferences doubling down on the idea that these are nooses and that she's protecting the community by not just removing them, but by sending her city investigators in to look at it and contacting the FBI for assistance. Incidents will be investigated as a hate crime. These uh, evidence has been turned over to the FBI. And I want to be clear that regardless of the intentions of whoever put those nooses in our public trees, in our sacred public space here in Oakland. Intentions don't matter. It is incumbent on all of us to know the actual history of racial violence, of terrorism that a noose represents. We have to start with the assumption that these are hate crimes. We cannot take these actions lightly. Okay, I'm with this bitch, though. Like, hear me out. Okay, I was going to say, she's convinced me. No more chicks in government. That's it. I draw For the sure, line. yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree. But <laughs> I, it, for the hoax hate purpose, it would be so perfect if intent didn't matter and then they ended up imprisoning a black guy for a known 
hoax hate incident. Maybe it'll wake people up to how how this is so preposterous. It's almost come full circle. And then this poor black guy who's like, dude, I just like to work out in in the park. Like, what? And mind you, the context too is that a lot of the 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 city's playgrounds have been or still are shut down due to coronavirus. So your ability to recreate outside with kids has been severely limited. He built this thing. He's having fun with his kids. I mean, that's that's a real irony here. There's only one person who has qualitatively reduced or reduced the quality of life for black people in Oakland in this entire episode. And that's the mayor. Yeah. That's the mayor who has done that. And then um, imagine like being that black woman who you have so few problems in your life, except you're raising like 12 kids by 10 different men or whatever that like <laughs> now, this, now let's not presume oh come on uh that this that this is your concern that, that this is what well, you're so worried you're so fucking oppressed that you're like deal with this noose that was hung by a black guy as exercise equipment and i have that knowledge and intent doesn't matter it's like i, can, I will say yeah if, if you're living in oakland and uh and you're you're terrorized by the ropes in the trees i've been down to lake Merritt. in fact back in the day when i moved to california i almost uh, i was considering getting an apartment in the Lake Lake Merritt area. And it's uh, it's decently nice. So I guess you're not getting the full Oakland experience if you're if you're terrorized by that but not terrorized by other parts of uh, of the city. You're not getting the full <laughs> Oakland experience if you're not getting held up at gunpoint by a black person. Okay. Don't discount the uh, MS-13 and the other uh, the oh, other I demographics there that are, are Mexicans present. too. That's right. <laughs> Your best bet is that they battle each other and you run away. That's yeah. Come on, Latin Kings. (laughs) Bring it. Okay. Anyway, seriously speaking, if Susan hasn't taken us offline yet, um, as far as intent, not mattering, uh, I mean, (sighs) intent, it matters in the law. (laughs) First of all, intent matters. Criminal law generally, that's why we have distinctions between negligence and uh, I don't know, premeditated, uh, crimes. So it matters just generally speaking, but in the context of hate crimes, you have two ingredients, the crime and the hate that motivated or was the intent behind the crime. In this case, what is the crime? That would be element one, which I'm not even clear what the crime is, hanging a rope from a tree. Element two would be what was the hate that was the intent behind it? And that is not demonstrated at all either. So intent does matter. In fact, it's a crucial piece to exactly what you're trying to demonstrate if you're prosecuting this case. Anyway, you look concerned. Why? When... Oh, my mom just texted me. The baby's frantic. Okay. Do you want to... Uh... Well, I didn't um, do the Virginia cross burning case. Let's so go my... through the hoax hate, and then uh, you can do some super chats while I go down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, that's all I had to say on this Oakland mayor case. But what a doozy. What a delightful... Yeah, really story catch me i didn't have time to look into this but i saw cnn tweeting about it earlier in the week and i said in before confirmed hoax because this uh, has to be it has to be confirmed okay uh this has got to be hoax eight. like we'll we'll find out in the next in the next week uh, cnn will report on it of course but virginia police department and the fbi are investigating a possible cross burning coincidentally at the home of a 17 year old activist oh, what are the, the morning after he helped organize the black lives matter protest. oh get this Trayvon Brown. There it is. Trayvon and Michael Brown's son. Is that? (laughs) That's all the investigation that I need um, of Marion, Virginia helped new Panthers, a black lives matter, black lives matter movement group, organize an anti-racism protest on Saturday. The following morning, Brown was away from home when his mother texted him, asking him if he was okay. Someone had burned a cross on their front yard. Okay. Quote, my mother said she walked to the store, not even 15 minutes of her coming back. Someone had pulled up and burnt a cross. 
Witnesses supposedly saw an intense fire coming from a barrel on Brown's front yard early Sunday, according to a Marion Police Department press release. When officers extinguished the fire, they found wood that appeared to be in the shape of a cross. <laughs> so we don't even have an image of this or anything. No. You have witnesses with no cameras, which is very odd these days. And they're also using up FBI resources. Uh, okay. There's right, well, no freaking way that this is true, but we'll never really find out. Pay attention on that one. I have my doubts. Yeah. Uh, in Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids, Michigan, a tenant, a tenant at a downtown condo unit says one of his neighbors made it clear that he doesn't belong there. The man tells local news that racist phrases were written on his front door to his condo. Specifically, uh, there are images of it here on the Facebook post of this from local news. Uh, no blacks allow... Not allowed, but allow. No blacks oh, allow. We gonna be rich. WL, WLM, presumably for White Lives Matter, which is definitely a thing that us white folks say all the time. Uh, definitely, I, 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 I plaster WLM all over, all over people's property to express my racial superiority. Yeah. Uh, also, move N-word, we don't want... I think it's we don't want you here. Move N-word, we don't want you here. Yeah. Uh, the man says, I held back some tears like, man, this is crazy. The condo managers say they are working with the police investigation. Their statement implies, uh, the statement they released uh, implies that there's some existing security and surveillance setups at the facility. So one would guess there may be footage of what actually happened here. We'll find out soon. Cause my understanding is it's a, it's an out, it's like the door to his unit that would be facing, you know, common area or outside right. or whatever, that there might be surveillance camera on that. Uh, and the Grand Rapids police say they are not calling this incident a hate crime because they haven't established that and are still investigating. But uh, the Grand Rapids Office of Diversity and Inclusion is working <laughs> with the police to determine if there are possible human rights ordinance violations as well. And the last story for the night is uh, you may have seen this viral video circulating this week showing a beating at a Macy's in Flint, Michigan on, on social media. You'll see this presented uh, on Twitter and elsewhere with claims that a black man beat a white man in response to the white man calling him the N word. Here's what that Ugh, footage looks like. Brutal. According to the post, a white man allegedly called a black man the N-word, which led to this. The video clearly shows a black man walking up to the white man, punching him. While the white man was on the ground, he says, quote, what did you do that for, unquote. The black man that appears to hit the white man several more times while calling him the N-word. The white man says, what are you doing that for? And also says, I'm sorry. He says, I'm sorry? Apparently, I have not actually watched. Dude, the... brother deserves, or you know, he deserves it. It's like stopping such a pussy. Um, there's no <laughs> evidence that he called him anything, but if true, don't care. Like, well, yeah, we'll definitely get to that point in a minute. Uh, if you if you are inclined to believe the story of the what by all accounts is the attacker in this case, so it's two brothers. One, I think the older brother is the one doing the beating. He's 22, and I think it's the younger brother who's recording on the phone. I might have that backwards. But in any case, they say they were shopping at the Macy's, and this white guy who's getting beaten is an employee. And the employee, they asked that, that white employee a question, and he answered them according to their story and returned to his phone call. And when he returned to the phone call, he said to the person on the other line, oh, it's nobody, it's just some N-word, which resulted in this attack, which sounds like a preposterous claim. To begin with, but that's their they story. They probably just went to their like, let's go find some dumbass cracker to kick his ass and, and film it. 
Well, Macy's has now responded to the uh, to the attack. Uh, the guy who was attacked is an employee of of Macy's, and Macy's is saying that it's clear that the attack on their employee was unprovoked. Their statement reads, in part, "quote Violence in the workplace of any kind is unacceptable. All the materials from the evening have been reviewed, and it is clear that the attack was unprovoked. We are working closely with local authorities on this investigation, and will defer any further comments." about the case to them Good. for policy. Good for them. Good for them. This makes I, me want to shop at Macy's too bad. It's such a shitty department store. Uh, but yeah. We got one in town. The uh, the JCPenney's is dead, but uh, I can still go to Macy's, I guess. Yeah. The two suspects have been identified as Demir Palmer, 18, and Demarque Palmer, 22. Now, to your point, even if the premise was true, even if Macy's employee guy did call them the N-word, this is being presented on Twitter as though that would justify the beating. I'm, I'm sorry. Whatever happened to sticks and stones? Do you, if someone says a word or calls you a word you don't like, you're in, you're now entitled to beat them savagely. I know it's bizarre. Okay. Uh, I mean, alternatively, yeah, you don't get to beat people for for using words you don't like, especially the, not a word that they use colloquially amongst themselves constantly. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is so absurd. It's like you know you're endowing this word with power when you behave like this. Although I don't believe this is true. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy that that guy said it at all. I think that they made up the story to justify what had happened. But that's an even more, not a, not a more bizarre, but an additional bizarre layer to this story is that you would think that that somehow justifies what happened. That is, yep. the N-word is now a free pass for any sort of lawless criminal behavior. You know, you riot, oh, it's okay, I was called the N-word. You beat yeah. a guy senseless, oh, it's okay, I was called the N-word. Like, uh, represent your community better. How about that? That, that doesn't work. Uh, no. I'm sorry. Uh, next time someone insults me in a public setting, I'm just going to go haywire and start attacking people physically and say, well, I was disrespected. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's a free for all at this yeah. point. Anyway. Uh, okay. So we're, we're, we'll call that a show and we'll catch up with, uh, with okay. Super I'm going to go feed the baby. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Uh, Zach Coggins, if you're not caught up uh zach let me, Coggins yeah can i find chat. that real quick sure let me re- i'll actually read zach yeah. Coggins. um i hope you show the baby today blonde i miss the call show and i later learned that she made an appearance love the show smiley face no she's downstairs freaking out um unfashionable observation britney Selner's latest video america on fire what is the goal is an excellent analysis of the real agenda behind the current unrest provides an effective counter to the mainstream narrative highly recommend i'll watch it i haven't seen it all right. Yeah, I, I found the spot. So, uh, cool. so all right, I'll hang out and uh, thank you guys for your patience. And uh, let's catch up with Super Chat. And I'll, yeah, just swing back whenever you're ready. Uh, Sorry, I can't, uh, can't pronounce that one. But happy Father's Day. My wife is going on week seven. I couldn't be happier. Here's 10 for little Emmeline. Yes, also, happy Father's Day. Dan, you know who you are. Well, congratulations, and thanks for the well-wishing uh, our way as well, and, and uh, happy Father's Day to you as well, sir. Uh, Yamsey says, Never have I come closer to being pro-right-wing death squads than when I read about Jefferson and especially Washington and the Grant statues being torn down. The blood rage was real. Yeah, man, I get it. I feel like I, I opted not to go into detail on those last week or this week because there's just so many that I, I couldn't I can't even select which ones to to talk about, to be honest. Um and for better or worse, I feel like I'm desensitized to this now, where it's like uh, the the rage the initial rage is solely being replaced by like apathy and hopelessness to me, which is not usual, but 
Uh, but that's kind of the state that I'm in, and and hopefully we'll see a stop to these things. But I don't I don't think we will. I think this when all the statues are down, they'll move on to something to destroy. And I think the only question is how long until they're uh, knocking on your front door? They're moving into residential areas, so they're doing whatever. There's so many only so many things to destroy in this world. And while I have a lot of um, appreciation for the cultural symbols and and the statues of this country, I worry about um, property that is more immediate to people's lives and livelihoods and. And so we'll see where this goes, but but I, I, I'm right there with you, man. Boogeyman says, uh, Chaz or Chop keeps using that word autonomous. I don't think it means what they think it means. I guess maybe that's why they changed the name, because they say autonomous was a sign to them. But I've seen the signs at Chaz that say leaving America, entering Chaz. So that would imply autonomy. Richard Lindsay, just a smiley face. Uh, thank you for supporting the show. Uh, Tucker says, I don't know what happened to Justice Roberts, but he's uh, cucked out. You have to spell it with a Q now, Susan. Cucked out and is too obsessed with his legacy to actually enforce the law or the Constitution. Never felt quite so blackpilled as the past days. Yeah, I, that's and that's really what you got to think about. I didn't have a chance to message that on the, or to, to mention that on the Supreme Court issue. But whether you like the outcome or not, whether you think that that ought to be the law or not, we have to have a serious discussion about whether the court should be an unelected super legislature. That's not what it is constitutionally. They don't write the law. And if you don't like the law, it's your job and our job to put people in Congress who will write laws that we do like. It is not the job of the courts to decide the quote unquote good and just impose the good from the Supreme Court bench. It's their job to apply the law as it's written. And I thought Gorsuch was uh, was a person who believed in that philosophy. But apparently not, at least in this instance. Richard Miller says, there are thirsty creeps here. Please cover up. <laughs> I will forward that message uh, to Blonde. Uh, and thanks for supporting the show. Capitalism for the win. Did you get my popcorn, Matt? I promise it is not poisoned. K-pop TikTok stars are the new revolution. This is crazy. It is a crazy world. Any news on the Holly Springs Church? I still vote Karen did it. I've not seen any news on that Mississippi church. I should probably uh, see if I can find some more information. As far as the uh, the mail, I haven't been able to check my P.O. box in the last couple of days. So I will swing by probably tomorrow and uh, and I will I will pick up the package. And thanks for sending that my way. Brett Gentile says, day of the brick, day of the rope, day of the man panion, day of the, the Walters. And it's Gentile blonde, not Gentile. Don't be an anti-Semitic. Don't be anti-Semitic on a guy woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have that sounder handy. The sounder system went haywire and I lost a lot of them. So I got to update the system. The Brat, and thanks for supporting the show. The Brat 1983, Sapper 1. Men don't like me, or men like me. <laughs> Men like me don't want to fight anymore, but we will defend our families to the death. And those pushing civil war uh, will find war only. Ma- will find war only makes monsters. Leave us in peace, or watch your nightmare burn to ashes. I uh, I share your pers- I have no. I don't like commies. Don't I don't have any interest in being friends with them or associating with them or living in their country. At the same time, I have no appetite to fight them. I have no appetite to fight anyone. I just want to be left alone. And I think we probably share that same desire. Leave me the hell alone and allow me to pursue happiness and property and prosperity for myself. Trouble is, uh, they don't want to do that. They are not people who have any interest in leaving people alone to live their lives freely and to their own tastes. So it does seem like conflict will have to be resolved there one way or another. And here's hoping for a, for a safe uh, a resolution to that conflict as possible. Laurel says, wear whatever you want. I, I assume this is a reference to blonde, so maybe there's a big debate going on here. 
Thank you, Laurel. Uh, Fat Hooligan says, missed a few shows, but would like to congratulate Blonde on the birth of her daughter. The question now is, will she grow to be measured and principled, or will she rule with fire and fury? She is going to be a transgender Muslim. That is what's going to happen here. In fact, the, uh, the, the gift I sent for Blonde's baby shower had specific instructions. I wanted to buy an actual rainbow hijab, but I couldn't find one in short order. So I sent a gift card with specific instructions that this is for that baby's rainbow hijab. I'm not sure if that, if those directions came to fruition, but in all seriousness, I will be, I I suspect blonde will probably be pretty strict in her approach to motherhood. And I will be curious to see how that strategy plays out. So we'll, we'll have to see as the years go on. Gail Ryder says, uh, finally got, uh, finally get to send a little something in support of your channel. Well, thanks for supporting the show. Very much appreciated. Uh, Achilles says, have some government unemployment money. Y'all getting back to work this week. After next, uh, thanks for the sanity safe space. Well, very much appreciated. Thank you for supporting the show. Let me, um, I'm going to mark here and hop over to Streamlabs. We'll try to mix up our, our sources here a little bit so I don't set, uh, stack uh, you Streamlabs guys all the way at the back. But crap, where did I, where did I leave off? Here we go. Uh, IBN Shack says, I, <laughs> another Muhammad this, this, this was the one about uh, Muhammad said, saying that Satan is black. Muhammad was racist. I guess I got to read it again, though. Them's the rules. I've heard Muhammad say, whoever wants to see Satan should look at Nabtal. He was a sturdy black man and with long flowing hair, inflamed eyes, and dark, ruddy cheeks. Yes, Muhammad said that Satan is black. Could you interview David Wood? Thanks. Um, I, uh, I'm open to interviewing people generally. Send me, send me an email, and I'm happy to take a look at people's work. Uh, and thanks for supporting the show. PJ. PJ says, thanks for the great show. Listening for the past several months now, you two calmly and precisely cut through the heart of the issues or cut to the heart of the issues. Quite a nice change from other alt media types who get listeners worked up. Most relaxing political show ever. Well, that is a, that is high praise and I appreciate that. I am not going to be niggardly. Um, so thank you for that. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving us a chance. And, uh, we hope you'll stick around. Crypto crook says, hello, my favorite YouTubes, uh, YouTubers. Sorry, I can't listen today, but I surely will tomorrow. Well, hope you enjoy. Thank you for the sanity safe space. Blonde is beautiful. And Matt is okay too. I will take the compliments or at least the indifference where I can get it. Phil says, uh, Christopher, Christopher Caldwell has pointed out in his book. Was this the, the, uh, I, I was trying to remember. Is that who I think it was? Oh, no, that's somebody else, actually. I mixed up names of people. Anyway, he's pointed out in his book, The Age of Enlightenment, America Since the 60s, that civil rights legislation of the 60s effectively ended the original Constitution and any protections it had. Maybe I should give that a read uh, because I I share, I, I certainly don't believe that the Civil Rights Act is, as it applies to private business. Again, government making discrimination uh, government discriminating against people and not providing equal protection of the law based on race or sex or anything else. Obviously I'm against that, but what I'm not for is forcing people into associations or forcing them to provide labor uh, on terms to which they disagree, forcing them into those sorts of situations against their consent. And the civil rights act is a sword to force people to do a lot of that stuff under threat of legal penalty otherwise. So I, that'd probably be a good one for me to check out. And I think it's uh like even criticizing the idea that the civil rights act is not just unconstitutional, but a bad idea as applied to private business is, uh, I mean, it's political suicide in the mainstream of this country. You're not going to hear any viable politician talking about it, even though I think we should. 
Uh, Phil says Lecrae spends a fair bit of time lecturing white conservative Christians about race. This is the rapper lecturing white Christians, uh, Christians about racism. The rapper who was with Dan Cathy. I'm also not sure he was joking about the stock options. Maybe not. I interpret it as a joke, but you'd have to ask him. I'd like to give the benefit of the doubt, but at this point, any goodwill that existed has been torched. Well, I mean, it's crazy times, man. Poe's law. It's hard to, it's hard to separate what is comedic or what is ironic or what is satirical from what is actually sincere. Mike Newman says, Blonde, you look great doing the show naked. Uh, Matt, keep your clothes on always. I always will. Thank you. Uh, returning back to uh, stream, uh, YouTube. Sorry. Wraithmark says, uh, Chris, I work... Um, Private security in Seattle nearest to the CHOP or CHAZ zone. Ask me anything you want. Well, if you have experiences or photos or anything to share, of course, um, of course, send it my way. My email is linked on my website and in the description, so, so send it my way and I'll, I'll check it out. And stay safe out there. Aaron Molo says, health experts have identified a new co- uh, coronavirus is that a typo or is that supposed to be there selectively edited vid 20 <laughs> many are quick to blame the chop knees communist party for the outbreak oh the cop coronavirus. i see this is really i see so we're gonna yeah, a disease is gonna come from the uh the framing of police officers basically i see what you're saying uh michael canoni says uh thought blonde was topless at first thought the show was uh finally placating the target demo maybe i can see uh some some yabows I, I don't know what that is anyway maybe i can see something in Chaz screeching blue hair and all uh god bless guys uh, thanks thanks for supporting the show freddie sauce says i petitioned blonde and the beta to just call that Chaz chop seattle blah 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 bs place antifa stan what was it tucker's show where they had a few alternative options i i uh woke adishu woke adishu was a good one maybe we'll go with that one Mojack420 says, why is no one outraged about police removing George Floyd's leg? Where are his legs? Uh, I'm not sure we, uh, that one I'd have to have explained to me. What do you mean? Uh, There's something I'm missing there. I I, I assume you don't mean they literally amputated them or, (laughs) or it's a joke that's over my head. I don't know. Sorry about that. Thanks for supporting the show. Freddie Sauce says BLM looks for police shootings to champion. Like I look for porn. Scroll past hundreds of solid videos that don't catch my interest and then pick something weird that makes no sense, but, uh, but gets me going. All right. Well, you know, whatever, whatever works for you, dude. Uh, Dwayne Oldson says, uh, you two rock. Well, thank you. Uh, James Harrelson. Oh, thanks for supporting the show. I'm getting ahead of myself. Sorry. I'm breaking the rules. Thank you guys. Raphael Salvador says, Matt, play through The Last of Us. Did you play through The Last of Us too? You would love or rage quit on the spoiler. Let's just say there's a reason it was released on Father's Day weekend. I did start playing it. Blonde is back. Uh, I did start, I I did pick it up because The Last of Us 2 is the only reason that I have a PlayStation 4. I bought it like five years ago just for this game. So even though it looks like it's got a lot of social justice bullshit, and even though the developer has been doing a lot of bullshit on Twitter, I still picked it up. And I played it for a couple hours on Friday night. And I'm not going to say much because I know a lot of people are playing this and they don't want spoilers. But let's just say like the social justice themes are definitely in your face right away. Lucky. the last of us too. It's like a zombie survival horror type game. Um, and there's a lot of social justice themes right off the bat. So, but I haven't, I've made it to one, I've made it to the first major plot development and then I turned it, I turned it off so far. I think it's a, it's a gorgeous game 
that is it's interesting story wise, but I can't. I am annoyed by the the shoving of the social justice narratives into my face right away. Why do they do this? But, Just let people play video games. God. Yeah, but uh, but from this world. But uh, I'm going to see it through because you know I've I committed to this five years ago. <laughs> All right, where are you? Uh, Derek Finley is up next. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. I, for those of you that don't know, I gave birth two weeks ago and I've got a fussy baby downstairs. I suppose we should explain to the people who don't know. Yeah. Well, there was just a lot of uh, topless jokes about you too. Oh yeah. No, it's, you've got to wear something that's accessible two seconds <laughs> for your crying baby to get yeah. to your boo. So yeah, so, uh, my mom is downstairs taking care of her and she's, um, she just wants to be on mommy's chest. That's all. So she, nobody else will do. Um, where are you? Who Derek Finley. I'll just, I'll keep reading and you, you find me. Uh, Derek Finley says, I looked up autonomous zone in Webster's dictionary and it says you should help them out as long as they're not in a position of power. Oh, thank you. Uh, M- Miriam. Yeah. Miriam Webster has been updated lately to reflect the definitional needs of the social justice movement. So thank uh, you for clarifying. Um, uh, Eric. Eric yeah. If balkanization were ever to occur, should leftist Democrats be allowed to move into and reside in more conservative rural and suburban areas? I um, highly suggest that in this inevitable scenario that people are extremely protective over allowing leftists to invade their spaces because that's how they turn these areas blue. I actually walked past a car in Coeur d'Alene the other day that had like a black power and like fuck the police we saw someone we went down to uh where did we go target or somewhere else I fr- or maybe it was just the grocery store went to the grocery store someone had a full and it was a, a gallatin county montana plated car okay this yeah. is someone who lives here uh had a full brianna taylor mural and uh, again i'm not like the brianna taylor case sounds bad uh, it, it does the no-knock raid and there's a lot of bullshit involved there but it's been racialized and then to actually go as far as to make a mural of this person and this like black power symbols on your car in Bozeman, Montana, many, many States away. What are you doing? That's uh, weird. Some light vandalism has its place. That's all I'm saying. I did very <laughs> seriously consider keying that car and like go home. <laughs> it was an Idaho plate though. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like if you believe that, if you believe, you know, fuck the police and black power and everything like, what are you doing in North Idaho? Get out. Get yeah. on, moron. Jim Keats, um, regarding the Chaz shooting, one, I bet that the EMTs just caught got caught up in customs. <laughs> Two, so <laughs> Biden shoot him in the leg doctrine. And three, Matt yeah. neighbors. He's only two days down I-90. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, we got we got those uh, people talking about defunding the police and changing Bozeman and all that stuff here. And every time on social media, I just respond. Listen, I ninety Seattle is west. I ninety east is Minneapolis. Take your pick. Just yeah. drive down the highway in either direction. You can't go wrong, but you need to get the hell out of here. That's that's all. Tom twelve twelve. No, no, thank you, sir. Mark G I or G. Uh, sorry, dude. Uh, too bad Chaz isn't a right-leaning org. The Alphabet Boys would have burned it down by an hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If uh, let's say that that that's the other. Yeah. If Raz is a militia guy, how quickly before that Asian sniper dude from Waco and uh, and Ruby Ridge already has his brain and his wife's brain all over the wall behind him? So terrible. Let me reload actually because I 
Uh, Downskated says, uh, so I went out to eat today at a BBQ joint that usually has ESPN on their TVs. Went there today and there's nothing but pictures of soldiers, police, fire departments, and essential workers. No more ESPN. I wonder if they made that choice uh, because of what's going on on ESPN. Like last night we were out uh, at one of the bars in town and I noticed NFL Network was on. Now there's not a lot of football developments to talk about right now, but what was on NFL Network? That stuff. Protests. Seriously? Why? I think the angle they were taking is like, athletes comment on or athletes support but it's like i turn they have nfl network on here because people want to watch football while they drink not hear cnn talking points or some such nonsense yeah and there there will be a point where everybody uh, just has fatigue over this like i yeah. by, by month two i was so tired of talking about coronavirus that i still wouldn't have wanted to talk about it if they had a fatality rate of 20 percent. i'm just like i don't fucking want to talk about this anymore i don't yeah. care People get fatigued no matter how important the news is. Um, Tom twelve twelve is that the is that the next one? Yeah. yeah. Um, note the deployment of dangerous, scary, fully semi-automatic uh, assault weapons. I bet <laughs> they also have revolvers with extended magazines. All the attachments. Ooh, all yeah, the nonsensical or otherwise, they got them all. Yep. Uh, Russ says they're going to remove the Teddy Roosevelt statue at the New York Museum of Natural History. Mm. Next, they'll cancel night, cancel night at the museum and tear down Mount Rushmore. Thanks for the show. I know yeah. it's, it's absurd. As long as yeah. we keep bending the knee to these people, they're just going to keep doing more and more. Um, you know, everybody needs to stand up for their communities. Yeah. And, well, and that's the thing with a lot of these statues, too, and Confederate monuments and otherwise. I, I don't live in a state that has a lot of Confederate history, and I personally don't feel a lot of uh, like connection or, or I don't place a lot of importance on Confederate history personally. Right. But I know... But but I oppose the statues coming down, both because I think that's the you know there's a process and it's a local one for that to be made. But it's but it's really the point that you're making there. I know that you give them this. Guess what? You fight the same battle tomorrow about something else. That's why you have to fight them on these issues of principle because tomorrow it's going to be the same bullshit about some other some other thing that is supposedly a, a relic of oppression or whatever. Yeah. And when I was a retard libertarian, I was like, uh, just talking about gay rights, like, oh, it's a slippery slip argument to say that they're going to be, you know, marrying their dogs and all this stuff. And then look at where where we've been in society. Uh, And I will still say there's no logical reason why that has to happen, but I can't deny that it has been a catalyst to a lot of once things once thought to be nonsensical, slippery slopes that would never be slipped. Yeah. And I think that we're seeing that phenomenon with Black Lives Matter. Like, there is no end game. In like six months, black people are going to be like, the only way you can atone is with ritualistic suicide. Like that. <laughs> um, and some people will do it, by the way. Some, yeah. this, thing is, uh, this thing is cultish in many parts of the country. Or we'll have yeah. like a, a nude walk like they did in Game of Thrones with Cersei where you can... <laughs> They're throwing the stuff bells. at you. And shame you walk, the walk of shame. Head. Yeah. yeah. Um, Earl Turner, the jogging enthusiast population could easily be curbed with some strategically placed buckets of chicken. <laughs> that is a lot of hate in that heart. I didn't say it. And I also didn't review I it before I said it. Someone would have so much like hate mm. in their heart. Yeah, hurry up, bitch. All right, move. <laughs> Jim Keats. I missed a week, so here's second super chat. If I can get charged for a hate crime for burning a rainbow flag, I want the same for the U.S. flag. Two, has Jeff Dunham been sued by Biden for a Walter puppet, for the Walter puppet? Hmm. I, um, 
Uh, I don't know. And actually, I, I was unaware that that is, is that actually a hate crime in some jurisdictions? Burning a rainbow flag is is a hate crime. I mean, I would oppose that too. I don't want either of these things to be crimes. But uh, I, I actually didn't know that that was a real thing. If it is in in certain places. Uh, Harv Prentice says Klobuchar looks like she has Down syndrome. Abrams looks like, looks like a fat kid, <laughs> a fat kid from Hook. She does. She does. <laughs> That's one movie reference I know. And she's going to, when it's convention time and she's accepting the nomination for vice president, is she going to roll down just like that kid? Is that kid also in the Sandlot? Uh, I can't, I don't think so. I can't remember. But back in those days, you could laugh at childhood obesity. These days, you can't do that anymore. Those were the good old days. She's got strong snapping turtle features. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Kunkel. 60 shot nine dead in Chirac this weekend. You can set your watch to this madness, but I'm sure the black lives matter protests for this weekly occurrence that has been going on for years or incoming. Yeah. I'm sure they're, they're super pissed about it. Uh, mm. Freddie sauce. You ever see those pictures of Stacey Abrams size women being held up on skinny dude's shoulders, Klobuchar's <laughs> fight to hold back tears. Uh, there felt like the vein uh, popping struggle on those guys faces. Uh, the vein. That, she just always kind of talks like that, though. She always has this nervous energy about her. Saturday Night Live made fun of her with the weird twitchy shaking. That's just kind yeah, of bang shaking. I can't even tell if she is nervous or if that's just her mannerism. She just always kind of seems that way. Yeah, totally. Um, Libertas Novi. Let's just raise bulletproof dividers all around the chop shop, airlift the residents out, build some seating around the whole area, and charge for tickets to watch them all murder each other. No. I- <laughs> This spectator idea is maybe the one thing that will bring me back to Seattle. I, I have no reason to go otherwise, but maybe I'd go disaster. visit if I can watch. Yeah. Uh, 2A Edu says, you both rock. I recently did a video interview with Lowell, Michigan police chief who got fired for supporting 2A. You might be interested. Sure. Send it, uh, send it my way. And, uh, I, and I remember checking out your channel earlier. It looks like you got a good one uh, going. So good yeah. luck with the channel and keep doing the interviews. First son of man, uh, rack people think like women. That's why they shouldn't vote. Oh, <laughs> that was a that was a very complicated one. I don't blame that one for slipping, you know. But like, <laughs> no, no boating, no boating. Uh, Eggy Jet Pilot, I keep forgetting to say a few shows ago, Blonde mentioned how great a show King of the Hill is, and as a Texan, that really warmed my heart. Mm. Y'all rock. Keep on trucking now with the car seat. Uh, King of the Hill might be the best show that has ever been on television. It was very hit or miss for me when it was when it was at its best. It was very, very good. And then there were way too many like Bobby, Bobby adopts a girly hobby episodes. I'm like, OK, I get it. And Hank disapproves. The boy. Yeah. Uh, Boogaloo says spent the last few days on Facebook arguing with an old black female friend that's in her 50s because she posted a picture of Dylan Roof in a bulletproof vest saying that's how they treat their people. Hmm. Thanks. You might want to, I don't know how long you'll be able to use the Boogaloo username on YouTube. I have uh, intel that the, the hashtag is now censored on Instagram. Seriously? Yeah, you can't use hashtag Boogaloo. I'm going to get show at Boogaloo. Hmm. Uh, meanwhile, I pulled the pick of a DC sniper in a vest. <laughs> that was good. Uh, das Pooch. Rick Wilson being a crypto confederate is the funniest thing since his being outed as a tax dodging deadbeat to the tune of $400,000. See, Caleb. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know he had tax troubles too. Uh, yikes. <laughs> Pick the fight. You got to finish it. Now he has to cover up his entire history of any and all information he's ever put on the internet. Deservedly so. 
Liz Towell says, what's all this fuss about the Bureau of Land Management? <laughs> I, I have to clarify, too, because actually, like, there's some BLM land west of town here that is a preferred shooting spot for me. Yeah. So now I have to say Bureau of Land Management land or federal land, because if you say BLM land, it's like, well, what is that? I mean, that's that sounds like a dangerous, dangerous place to go. I don't think I want to go hang yeah. out there. Yeah. Rick Hunter says, check out the Salty Cracker channel. All right. I'm not familiar with this channel, are you? Uh, no, I wonder if it's an actual cracker or if it's just an angry white person. I bet it's an angry white person. <laughs> you uh, think so? I think so. David Blackstone, when the mob burns, loots, and destroys, when the press browbeats, censors, and doxes, and calls you ist and phobe, when the whole world tells you to stand aside in the name of progress, your job is to say, no, you move. And that is... That is right on. That that is our job right now to just say no to all of this. Yeah, and uh, and honestly, if enough people just start doing that, mm -hmm. that's probably the most valuable thing the individual can do is just have that courage in that moment to say no, and demand evidence for claims, and ask people to substantiate things, and ask people why they think the things they think. But you're exactly right. If everybody had the courage to do that, I think things would be a lot different. We aren't going to be able to reason our way out of this one, though. Maybe, maybe not, but I will still defend and uphold the moral obligation to try until the fight is unavoidable. Haven't we tried? Haven't we tried hard enough? I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. And, uh, you know, win, I guess nobody's really at your door right now. Nobody's at my door. They are at some other people's doors. And I know that it's hard to see, but I can tell you with certainty. And they're in my inbox and they're only a fraction of the people who I think uh, exist, but there are plenty of people whose minds have been changed or developed or otherwise influenced by listening to shows like ours or plenty of other people in this sphere. I, I assure you that what's going on here, not just with us, but with the community that exists as a part of this show, it is changing minds. It's a very slow drip, granted. And I don't know if it's ever going to be enough to win at the end of the day, whenever that day comes, but I, I assure you it does matter. There, It, it, is, it is influencing minds. Losing's not an option here. We have to win. We do. I agree that we have to win, but I, I don't want to win without sacrificing the moral principles that, that would give a win legitimacy. That's, that's all I'm saying. I don't want well, to become them to beat them. The win, if it meant that you had to sacrifice your principles. Well, this is, you know, this is the same theme that we always get to, but in my view, if I become them to beat them, I lose anyway. Then, then their way of operating and their worldview wins out because I've become that. But you're still alive is the thing. I get I, But now all of, but now there's this moral framework that exists uh, that, that is totally contrary to the one that ought to. Yeah. And I don't if, if you're not upholding those moral truths, I guess there's something to be said for being alive, but if you've betrayed if you've betrayed that, then, then what is it worth? I just not much. Kind of feel like you could be like, all that stuff that I did. Let's uh, clean slate it, and then we'll just resurrect new It's over world. now. Yes. <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I understand that becomes reality. It's like we were talking about before. When they drag you down into the mud, well, now it is a mud fight. That's just the reality of the situation. But the point is, I don't want to be the person who creates or perpetuates the mud fight. I just, if you get dragged into it, then, then that's the way you got to go. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Salvador also forgot Happy Father's Day for Blonde's hubby and all the dads here. Thank you so much. It is first Father's Day. And we barely made it. I, sh I wasn't supposed to have my baby for like another week. Um, That's Logan right. <laughs> yeah, it's not even my due date yet. Logan Billen says, planning on walking through CHOP during an overnight in Seattle this week. Don't worry. 
I'll try to look as much like a pale white <laughs> low T string bean as possible. Maybe carry a skateboard. Yeah. And then also carry an ART, an, an AR 47 or AR 15. Sorry. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But like be very unaware of how to use it and then <laughs> you can blend and right in all over the place. And... <laughs> uh, you... uh, seriously speaking, a skateboard is a great self-defense option in a lot of these cities. Crack yeah. Kazuma Neat King says, this is my favorite podcast and Matt's videos are always great. I'm worried that the violence will only continue to escalate as we break down socially. It will leave us open to foreign threats. That's true. Nobody's it's talking another, about that. It's another thing to can be concerned or worry about. I know a lot of people theorize that may be the intent, that this may be the work of foreign actors to some degree as a, de yeah. as a, yeah, as a deliberate uh, attempt to destabilize the U.S. for exactly that sort of purpose. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the evidence on that or not, but stands to reason, I suppose. Laurel says all Trump has to do to comply with APA is publish the rule change in the federal register, allow the statutory 30 days public comment period, then publish mm. the final rule. Why doesn't Trump do that? I'm sure he knows, right? So that's all it is. It's a specific procedural requirement that the APA assigns. So good question. I don't know why it seems like a very simple thing to fulfill. Why wouldn't he have done that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, Darlene Cates, pray for Arizona, 200,000 acres burning in the valley with more up north. Still a few Ooh. weeks, monsoon rains. Man, that sucks. Hopefully soon those rains will arrive and, uh, and yeah, hopefully that, that gets resolved. Sorry to hear it. Yeah. You stay safe down there. Royal winds. What's the benefit of respecting others' rights when the instant they have an ounce of power, they violate ours without a second thought. They want our kids brainwashed and us dead and they think it's funny. I'm right there with you. Well, I think the benefit of respecting others' rights is that you have a moral obligation to do it. And I know that's unsatisfying, but if you want yours respected, you must respect the rights of others. Uh, the question is, do people want to learn those lessons the easy way or the hard way? A lot of people seem intent on learning it the hard way. We'll find out. We'll find out how that gets resolved. I don't know. I think we should subjugate people like that. <laughs> Send them, send them to the camps. So that's maybe Chaz can be repurposed for that, for that's that use. A brilliant idea. Although yeah. I don't know how many people we could fit in three, in three blocks. There's a lot of high rises there. Are they not? Or maybe not in that part of the city. Not really. Hmm. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want people in my camps living in high rises. Squalor, <laughs> squalor. Yeah. Freddie sauce, uh, cities near future corporations promote crime. And then when cops walk away, privatize police force, Wait for one officer to get severely injured and turn him into a cyborg to clean up the street. Yeah. Pastor Xanthius King. Happy Father's Day to all the dads in our sanity safe space. Unfortunately, my plans have fallen through for D&D tonight, but now I get to watch my favorite YouTube podcast duo tonight. Awesome. Well, there you go. I hope it was a worthy fill-in, and uh, yeah. happy Father's Day to you as well. Chris Hank. We need more Proud Boys in this country. I'm a proud Western chauvinist, and I refuse to apologize for creating the modern world, as you shouldn't. Thank you, Chris. To this day, I, I don't. I know that there was that whole prosecution in New York and stuff. The Proud Boys are always vilified as like a violent terrorist organization, and the only violence I've ever seen was squarely when they were attacked. Right. That's it. So and then I don't Gavin know. McKinnon is something of a centrist. I mean, yeah, and of course Gavin was forced to like disavow them as part of the whole legal proceeding and stuff. But um, but yeah, like to the general spirit of. Should we have people who are proud to 
who should we have people who walk around proudly of the values of this country or the West generally and be unapologetic and prepared to defend themselves if attacked? Yes, 100%. I support all of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the Proud Boys have gotten a bad rap. Yeah, it's it's just really wild that they've been painted as people that are far. I'm like, these guys are super far right. Yeah, these guys. Um, Liz P, the mayor unnecessarily made blacks feel unsafe and victimized by amplifying a fake hate crime. So according to her, her virtue pandering intent is irrelevant. Cancel the <laughs> yeah. whip. Good point. Yeah. The 100%. story. Lecrae is a goddamn shame. I followed him for years and done performances to his songs, raps with my Christian dance group. Now my dance group is all up in BLM and Lecrae was disgraced Ugh. here. Ugh. I don't know anything about him. I, I, that's, that's the I, first I, time I've, I've ever seen the guy. John Martin, I'm okay with reparations as long as it includes revocation of citizenship and a one-way ticket to your favorite <laughs> African nation. What is everybody's favorite African nation? Where would you live in Africa if you had to? Um, well, I would live in Niger because it would just be hilarious to pronounce all the time. Uh, well, definitely not Somalia. Definitely not uh, Libya. Definitely not I mean, it's sad when South Africa South is Africa. your best yeah. option. Yeah. Maybe I can maybe I can uh, convince Elon Musk to like loan his compound there to me. Sierra Leone. He's got to have one, right? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, maybe you could go to Kenya and find Obama's real birth certificate. <laughs> Get a life calling, fulfill a life calling that way. I don't know. Yeah. Um, did you see that, by the way, this week? Uh, or maybe it was last week. Obama's brother, Malik Obama. That guy on Twitter. Oh, I, I think forgot he's his about brother, him. right? He yeah. posted what he presents as a birth certificate from Mombasa. Now, I'm not a birther, don't get me wrong. I'm not being serious. But I just thought it was interesting that the brother of him is is posting that. Uh, it I don't, was really based in twenty sixteen. It was yes. Yeah, inter- go check him out. I, as far as I know, Twitter hasn't banned it yet. Uh somebody was said Wakanda. I forgot about Wakanda. Oh yeah, obviously. Advanced obviously. technology. Um Dustin Buckley had to go to Twitter to find the stream. Is Wiki Wiki messing with you again? Maybe. Uh, she- could be. I know that. Like, I know that the, lately in in recent weeks they've not sent out YouTube notifications with any sort of consistency. So as always, if you're having trouble finding the show, you can go to my Twitter for sure. Uh, best bet is to go to the website macrosensemedia.com. It's always going to be there. Rwanda. It's the Singapore of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Darlene Cates, uh, check out op-ed by Charles Krauthammer, The Enemy Amongst Us, about organizing for action. If you want to know who's behind the organized riots of and video surfaced of BLM, hmm. saying they're trained Marxists, crazier days ahead. Hmm. It's not, uh, it's not George Soros. It's not, it's not the SQ. Yeah, yeah, um, I don't know. I'll have to check it out. My mom did bring up something the other day that that made me think that hadn't occurred to me, but like George Soros, you know, he's about to die because he's a hundred million years old. And he has so much money that he has set in motion already things that are going to happen decades in the future by securing it with his massive wealth. And that's going to be his legacy. And I was like, wow, that is, that's never occurred to me. Of course, that's yeah. what, he've done, what he's done. Yeah. It's so depressing. Uh, Black Magic. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Uh, where was the noose hanging victim's father? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? <laughs> Also, a certain ethnic group is disproportionately overrepresented in the politics of division and the mainstream media. I don't know what you... You can't... You can't say that, Rebecca and Black Magic. Goes to Recon, says congrats on the baby. Thank you so much. Um, Black Wing 02. If the statues of Washington and Jefferson are representing racism and slavery, how long till the Yale, Brown, and other high-end daycare centers 
<laughs> get burned and torn down. You know the answer to that. Wasn't Never. there a serious movement to cancel uh, Yale? And this, I thought that was going on on Twitter recently, or maybe it was a oh, joke. Oh man, I don't know. if they got burned down, I would never stop laughing. I would hmm. die laughing. Esoterica Fitting, Unbound. Fitting, I suppose. We may need that um, amendment, amendment after all. Okay, I'm, I'm retarded. I'm like, what? Uh, after all. Uh, this week, the BSA announced that their mission is now teaching kids race hatred. Yeah. Topics include racial justice, BLM, equity, and purging symbols of oppression like the American flag. Could be. Yeah, did you see that news? They're going to have a diversity merit badge in the Boy we'll Scouts, which that. are also now the Girl Scouts if you want to. So Boy Scouts is, you know, it's a misnomer or an unnecessary word in there. It's just the Scouts. Wow, they cucked so hard. But uh, but yeah, uh, race-based uh, teachings and race-based merits in the Boy Scouts. Matthew Sturgis, looking to be out of Minneapolis ASAP, not happy that the shooting last night was only five blocks away. Wow. But I have my concealed carry and my first handgun. Thanks, as always, for the sanity safe space. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, and stay safe out there. It's, it's a little bit of an involved process in Minnesota. Like I said, I can't carry there, and I have to get one of their stupid concealed permits to carry there and you basically have to live there to get it done so uh congrats on completing the process long dong john i'm sad i'm disappointed i'm heartbroken i'm lying in bed with either a cold or the rona Mm. headaches sore throat and blocked nose no coof yet but worst of all matt didn't wish his big daddy john a happy father's day (laughs) well happy father's day big daddy john let me reload uh, Jenny says, I found out National Guard used to have a tear, a tear gas, uh, tear gas copters and use them in Berkeley in 60s in the 60s on protesters. I don't understand why we can't use them again on Chaz, etc. Love the baby. And Matt, I- love that baby. And Matt is OK, too. Well, thank you. Uh, Mojack 420. Yeah. There's a video of putting Floyd's body on the gurning. It's a dummy with no legs. What? Well, okay, send me that. I've not seen this, but I'm all about the George Floyd tinfoil. I'm very into that theme. So, so send I me also that. am interested yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, Redwall 1521. Brianna Taylor was a justified situation. The officers knocked. The house they hit was the correct one. I think donut operator or young Ripa came out with a video about it. I'll, check I'll have to out. check it out. But I guess what the perspective I'm coming from is my skepticism of no knock raids. Generally, that's, that's what yeah. this was. We also had the no knock raid with Duncan Lemp in, in Maryland. We talked about that a little bit and the, the details on that are still a little sketchy. That shouldn't be a thing in my, wasn't view, it a minor drug violation also? I for, in the Duncan Lemp case, it was, it was uh, being a prohibited person in possession of firearms, I believe. In the Brianna Taylor case, I forget, but they were going after her boyfriend guy, like her husband, boyfriend, whatever, her male counterpart. I think and it was a he drug shot, And I think the nature of that, he shot at the police as well. They returned fire. The return fire is what killed her. Um, but admittedly, I've not looked at all the details here. What I'm, what I'm saying about that case is just my skepticism and, and worry about no knock raids generally. Yeah. Uh, but maybe there's something I'm missing. Sock Puppet Joe, did you hear Raz's interview with his cousin on YouTube? Raz doesn't seem as bad as I thought. Hope Matt can interview him. Hey, that'd be cool. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I would be willing to do it and try to be as fair as possible if that was an opportunity. Is this the same one with Hotep Jesus? I haven't had a, a chance to know. listen to it. I don't know if that's the same one or not, but I know he was he was supposed to be on with Hotep Jesus. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I like to make fun and stuff, but... But uh, seriously speaking, if it was an opportunity to get an idea of what this guy's thinking, uh, I'd like to hear it. James Harrelson. Hey, guys, you know the statistic that only eight unarmed African-Americans were killed by police last year. Thanks. Love the show. That's true. And I also heard that in the UK, only one person of color. So that includes, you know, all people of color 
was killed by the police and it was the uh, London Bridge guy. Oh, well, I, yeah. And that one was wildly unjustified. That totally was just cop racism that took that him That was down. the narwhal one, right, right? Was that the one? Yeah, the stealing, a, well, not stealing, but taking a narwhal tusk to go fight him. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Uh, Hayden Harrelson says, bro, you guys aren't in my sub box anymore. I think WikiWiki Wiki is up to her old tricks again. Yeah, Definitely I mean, could be. we did get up to 5,100 live viewers, so that doesn't seem conducive with any kind of throttling. That's a, that's a high number for, I mean, yeah. that's high end for our show. So that one either, where we were hidden, we, I don't think we broke 3000. That there was a really bad one a few weeks ago. Yeah. But it was yeah. also, there was something else going on that weekend too. I forget. It was like, it was Memorial Day weekend or something maybe. So oh, I figured, yeah. you know, just people are on vacation and stuff. And then but one yes. of them, uh, people thought you were throttled, but you accidentally just had unlisted it. That was the Frank episode. I have to actually publish the show once it's done. And I do that at night before I go to bed. And I swear I did that. But that night it didn't save. So that meant it kept yeah. it hidden until the morning. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's some, some of it has been my mistake. Some of it has been Susan. But oh, it was as just always, that one time that, that you did that. Thing. Go to the, go to the website if you can't find it and you will find it there. Even if it's unlisted, you should find it there usually, uh, depending yeah. on if I really screwed it up or not. But com. Down skated. Having been to Gettysburg, I've been drawn into history of the Civil War and know a lot of the tragic history and culture of it. Its mm. history should never be destroyed and we should never repeat it. That's true. How are we going to learn from history if we don't know anything about it? 100%. Uh, Cersei, Cersei, Um Ending good thought, how many actual riders and, loot and looters? 100K, 200K, there are 2 million new gun buyers and Lord knows how many gun, how many got a gun from dad. At least 10 to 1 people saw this BS yeah. and moved our way. That's true. For I'm sure. actually reassured at how many illegal weapons are circulating in the United States. Um, to some well, and the good news about this country, too, is you can't even accurately calculate the legal ones. That's true. The, the, there's, there's no registry. There's no registry yeah. You just don't know. Uh, Royal Winds, have you noticed people defending statues tend to get arrested almost instantly while those tearing them down are ignored <laughs> by the police? The law doesn't apply equally in this yeah. country anymore. Did we ever find out if that dude died? The one Which whose one? The head got cracked by the I still haven't even him. watched the footage, but I should check it out. It's really gnarly. Um Sam Snell says, uh, can I get a shout out to my dad who's sitting watching with me? Hey, Sam Snell's dad. Happy Father's Happy Day, Father's Sam's Day. dad. Uh, let me reload. Do, do, Just one more. JK do, do. says, you may uh, you may more. have seen the rapper make the video saying he felt very uncomfortable with the shoestring or the shoe shining BS. I have not seen he that. He did so, look very uncomfortable. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's that's what I was hoping is maybe he's just making a joke to get out of that weird situation. And then he like got a, a hug. It's like, it's also sexually assault your nearest <laughs> black friend. Yeah. After shining his tennis shoes, he's like, what are you doing? I don't need you to do that. Uh, just I'm a, a couple psycho- Oh, go for it. I'm a psychopath. Uh, wouldn't Biden stating in advance that he will only pick a woman running mate kind of be a civil rights violation in a way? I mean, it is a job and to exclude specifically based on sex that it's just kind of discriminatory. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, that is an interesting legal question. You might have to ask a lawyer about that one. Um, I mean, just as a layman, I'd say like, well, listen, it's his job to give to somebody regardless of whatever uh, whatever, whatever ca- uh, characteristics he's looking for, period. But to your point, there is federal law that governs what characteristics you're allowed to consider for their own sake in making that hiring decision. Yeah. So that would be ironic if it's a violation of the civil rights act. 
Um, over just a couple over on Streamlabs, or we'll call it a night. Oh, we got a few more too. Uh, Mike, okay, well, let's uh, let's finish up Streamlabs here, and we'll circle back. Mike Newman says Joe Rogan disappointed me this week by saying the cops should have called an Uber for the drunk driver. I had the exact experience years ago. Put uh, put my hands behind my back, still alive. Don't fuck with people with guns. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- at the end of the day, it's not. The, should the cops have arrested him? Should they have not? Or should they not have? Maybe there's a debate. The guy attacked the cops, dude. That's that's what if, if I don't know what Joe said, so I don't want to put words in his mouth. But if your case is that like, oh, if only the cops wouldn't have tried to arrest him, well, would that would that reasoning would apply to any sort of crime that is an arrestable offense, always. And keep in mind, this guy is a repeat offender on probation who will go back to jail for any breach of the law, and this happens to be one such breach of the law. You wonder why they chose to arrest him. You wonder why they called for backup. Presumably, the cops look at his license plate. They search who he is. Oh, it's Rayshard Brooks. He's out on probation for violent crimes. Potentially, we should be prepared for a violent encounter. Lo and behold, that's what happened. So there's one person to blame for what happened. That's Rayshard Brooks for being consistently, persistently violent. Yeah, Period. Uh, Mike Newman also says Columbus Mayor is taking down the Christopher Columbus statue, and there is a petition to rename the city Flavortown. (laughs) Makes me want to move. Uh, Really quick story about Columbus, Ohio. I've been there a couple times for work-related purposes, but there's there's a hot dog place called Dirty Frank's, I think is the name of it, and they turned me on to the wonder and the awesomeness that is Tater Tachos. Tater Tachos at Dirty Frank's. You make nachos, but instead of chips, you use tater tots. And it's somewhat of a like mm. Super Bowl or eating party type tradition for me now. If, if you can't get them at a restaurant, you just buy up some of those Orida tater tots. You cook them Delicious. up in the oven, 425-425. Cheese, guac, salsa, add some peppers, add some olives, whatever. Whatever you put on your nachos, put them on tater tachos. That's my Columbus. What do you think away. about cream cheese on hot dogs? Uh, I'm a. I thought at first I thought sour cream. I'm a big sour cream fan, okay. but cream cheese a little weird. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's I a would Seattle thing. Mm. I, I thought it was weird when I was, was living there too. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. it's good, but you know, weird. Uh, are you done on Streamlabs? I am. Yeah. I want to Esoter- make sure I shouted out the right place. I'm gonna look it up while you go. Esoterica it's Unbound. My wife always kept the boobs ready for deployment at a moment's notice, so none of the kids would ever take a pacifier. Years later, they're well behaved but with a serious sense of entitlement. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, my baby, since I got back from the NICU, I've been exclusively breastfeeding. And so she was able to take a bottle like right after getting out of the NICU. But now she's like, fuck you. Mm. And she wants that boob. So we're going to have to like okay. work with what we're going to do on the show now. Yeah, um, yeah. Because she's also, she was eating every three hours, but now she's eating like every hour, every hour mm. and a half. So... It's a whole thing. We're good. Thank you guys for being flexible with my feeding schedule. It was really helpful to be able to feed her twice during the show. So I really appreciate it. And if I missed your super chat during that time and it was directed at me, I apologize. Um, Ginger Monkey Bear. I'm so thankful that I achieved my Eagle Scout status in 1998 when it still had a semblance of meaning. I love you both. We love you too. And it used to really mean something. It was really hard to be an Eagle Scout. Yeah, back I remember. I didn't do it, but I remember I had friends who were in that process at the time. And yeah, it was You have to do all sorts of shit. You had to like live alone in the woods for a certain period of time. And yeah, yeah you had to do all sorts of stuff. Um, okay, we're good on... Uh, All right. I think that's uh, that's a show. Thanks for supporting the show over on DLive as well tonight, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. 
And, uh, yeah, well, thanks for hanging out with us live through through another show uh, and keeping us in touch with the facts and all the jokes and everything we need to keep the show running live. If you're tuning in later uh, on demand on YouTube or on DLive or anywhere else you might find the show, Bitch as well, thank you for supporting the show as well. And once again, of course, thanks to our dads and uh, all the dads out there who listen to this show for uh, being a force for positivity and guidance and direction and and all that uh, in our lives. Very much appreciated. And of course, happy Father's Day to your husband. And uh, and I, I can't wait till I get to join that club too. It's uh, I'm starting to look forward to that phase of my life. So uh, anyway, if you're looking for more listening material, check out the audio platforms. They're linked in the description and on the website. You can find more stuff like the call-in show to listen there. Uh, you can email us as well. It's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Other than that, uh, we'll be back next Sunday. Because if it's Sunday, sorry Chuck Todd does not meet the press. It's Beauty and the Beta. We'll see you then. Okay, guys.